Greetings, investigators. My name is Talison Jaffe, and welcome to the podcast version of our tabletop role-playing show, Candela Obscura, created by Critical Role Productions. If you accept the supernatural risks and dare to stream Candela Obscura as it airs, you can join us on the last Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash criticalrole or on youtube.com slash criticalrole. Otherwise, you can find the podcast version of the show right here on our Candela Obscura show page and the video version on our YouTube channel two weeks after the initial stream. Now then, investigators, with these formalities settled, let us begin this chilling tale. Festering within the heart of Newfair, the sour taste of vengeance lingers on the palate as we suffer another loss. This is the price we pay as investigators. The temptation to harness the power within our collection of tools and artifacts is strong. But to serve Candela, one must acknowledge the danger in such hubris, and that underestimating such power leads only to destruction. It is always and forever our duty to stifle any remnant of bleed that seeps into our realm. The Circle of Needle and Thread, Assignment Number 538, Flesh and Blood. We open on the exterior of a house in the eaves. Outside, a man stands at guard, waiting. A Candela Obscura pin on his lapel. We hear a carriage pull up. The rain collecting in puddles on the street here. Lightning flashes, and the man steps out. He's well-dressed, wearing a, a blue suit that has a Candela Obscura pin on his lapel as well. As he approaches the front door, he nods at the patrol outside. Adrian, it's raining. You should go home. Adrian looks at him 
Stoic. You are. You know I can't do that. No. I know. He says, try and stay warm. Pats him on the shoulder. Walks into the house. Within, the hardwood floors echo as the man steps forward. I'm home, he says. Another man turns the corner wearing an apron. A bigger, more burly man, large beard. I'm just cooking. I'll be out in a second. Thank you, love, he says. Drops his keys in a basket. Takes off his shoes. How'd everything go today? We hear echo from the kitchen. It's okay. I can't believe they still got somebody outside. Yeah, well, after what happened, uh, I'm not. Come here. The man, now shoeless, taking off his coat, taking off his vest, left in just a dress shirt, walks towards the kitchen. I missed you. husband in the kitchen turns down. He's got stains on the apron. Looks like it's maybe red chili or something. Come here. He says. And embraces him. The man takes a, a deep breath as his husband holds him. And he finds that his breath can't quite be taken to its full potential. He's being hugged tight. Are you okay? He says. But there's no response in return as the hug gets tighter and tighter. And we watch as the man's hands, apron now splitting at the shoulders, reaches into the back of his husband, pushing his fingers in on either side of the spinal column, and splits him in half. Two sides of a body now lay before him, the screams of agony echo through the house as Adrian comes in, gun drawn, but finds nothing but two halves of a man lying on a kitchen floor. He turns left and sees blood coming out from under a closet. Opens the door and finds the face of the husband 
mangled body, distorted, crunched up in the corner. And that's where we cut. To all of you. We land first on Nathaniel Trap. Nathaniel, it's in between assignments here. What are you doing? Well, I think following the events um, down in the metro station, I, um, I've taken stock of my, my eye. I forget about it from time to time. There was an initial haziness that occupied almost half of my vision, or almost like an, a cloudy overlay of sorts. But it was more the, the faces of people that passed me that really have caught my attention. It, I stand out more than I did. Um, I admit there's a small amount of vanity in me, but that turn, every single head that passed lingering on my face as I walked by them was uh, too much, so I, I sought out um, a, a well-reputed optometrist, and um, he said that there was something that he had worked up for some of the fellows that had come back from the war. And mm. There was a, a glass lens that could be put in the eye socket or over the eye to help mask uh, the appearance of any sort of damage that might have occurred there, and so I've I found a, a blue-colored lens that now uh, fits over the eye. But something strange started happening. Even after the lens was put in, the cloudy overlay of my vision also started to trail certain people as they would move, or buildings almost seemed to have like a secondary outline around them. And it, it might just be my brain trying to compensate for the lack of periphery on the right side, or I'm concerned it could be something else. And so I've tried to, to mask that, and I've taken up in our, in our headquarters in the meantime. We get a shot of you waiting upstairs. The stained glass playing on your face. There's a knock at the door downstairs. Do I know if I'm alone? Here? Doesn't sound like anybody else is around. This place is a labyrinth. I'll, uh, I'll head down the stairs and make my way towards the, uh, the door. Is there a, a window I can check a peephole in the door? Yeah. Uh, outside the window, you see a small boy holding uh, a, a, a letter. Oh, I opened the door. Hi, sir. Hello, young man. Hello. Uh, a letter for you, from your father. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, just a moment. Um, reach my. His pocket. hand is already out. <laughs> Good lad. <clears throat> And now make sure you go back to the 
That is origin, and be sure to tell the man there to match it. Will do. Says, tucks the change in his pocket. Makes off. Um, what does the letter look like? It is ornate, bright scarlet in color. It says, Mr. N. Trap. I'll, um, hold it up to the light. Doesn't seem to be poisoned. <clears throat> Does not. <laughs> I'll, uh, break the seal and open the letter. My son? Meet me at the water's edge. We have important business to discuss. Gives you a date and time. Signed, C.F. Trap. Kind of father signs his own fucking letter to his son. Anything on the back? No. Crumple it up, commit the date and time to memory, and I throw it into the nearby fireplace. Drop into a armchair nearby. <laughs> Pop right back up. Nope. This requires bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Pour a glass. Then commit myself to the armchair. We see your eyes close. A glass of bourbon in your hand. From there. It's up to you. Describe for me what moment we jump in on with you here. Um, this is in between, space in between the assignments? Correct, though. We can explore anything here. Okay. Um, I am not in my own bed. Hmm. I am on the sofa that is in the residence of my friend Jean. Mm. Last thing I remember before falling asleep was my head on her lap. Mm. But I am somewhere else in my dream. We see you sleeping push in on you, and as that happens, our frame transforms into the dream that you're having. What is that dream? Mm. Um, I'm eight years old. Uh, it's a year after I acquired uh, the scar that's been on my chest, the starburst scar. Uh, I am in my childhood bedroom. There is a strange man visiting 
uh, someone that my father called upon to help us. I had been hiding the scar on my chest from him for as long as I could, but he found it and he became very afraid. Concerned, he called someone that people in their neighborhood made him aware of. Uh, a man that performs a ritual, exorcisms. We see the man enter the frame of your door as you lay there alone different feeling different Gene will you describe what your father looks like or looked like my father when I was a very young girl what stood out to be most about him was his long, dark, wild beard. It seemed to grow every which way, and yet it was never what you would call unkempt or messy or filthy, just a wildness. In contrast to the lack of hair on top of his head, it would seem that all his follicles were gifted mm. in his face. And as he walked, it would stay very still and in place. But when he went to work, when he held a book in front of him, it was only then that I saw the hair of his beard sway and flow. Dark navy blue robes. And something on his wrist, some adornment. Mm. The memory, the details are hard to make out. Green stone, mm. brass. We see that glint in the light as he leans over the top of you in this memory. Zara, I'm gonna have you play your father because you know this memory better than I do. So I turn things to the two of you. I regard this child, this little one, before me. Do not be afraid. Dad? Dad, what, who is he? You must not speak. You see your father over his shoulder. Father turns, disappears down there. Dad! Child, be not afraid. Get away from me, I don't know who you are. I pull out a small vial. Uncork it. It's filled with a pungent herb. Medicinal, almost a menthol smell. And I hold it gently to the nose of the boy and restrain him ever so gently with my hand. Breathe. Breathe, child. Eventually, you gotta breathe. 
when he is calm, I pluck from my wrist piece a green gem on a pendant, and I hold it over the child's head and wait. Stillness here. As the pendulum sits, you watch it, Marion, as if on its own, suddenly it starts to sway in a circle around your chest. I have only seen this once before, I think. And I become very concerned. Mm. We push in on you here. I close my eyes. Another person who thinks you're different. I close my eyes and I think back to a year ago, when I first found this scar on me, I was asleep. I would sleepwalk, and I remember waking up, and I was at a small garden that my parents have in front of their house, mm -hmm. and I remember seeing this light getting pulled out of me, and I, I, I saw a uh, maybe something in front of me, I'm not sure what, but I knew the moment that I woke up and I saw this, I knew at seven years old something was taking my soul out from me, right out from my body. And then in the blink of an eye, everything was gone. The glowing light that I saw being pulled out of me, gone. The thing pulling it, that feeling of that, gone. And I was left with this scar and the night was quiet and the garden stood right in front of me as if nothing had at all had happened we see the garden in front of you a starry night petunia We move to you, Beatrix. What do we find you between assignments? Well, you know, Auntie B still has to do her regular check-ins. Wants to still make sure that all of her wards are being watched over and tended to. Well, she takes a little bit of the pocket change that she got. From the train at the beginning, and uh, goes by a bakery, mm. gets a few loaves of bread, strikes a deal with them, does a little bit of a bargain, gets a few loaves that are maybe a day old, but can buy much more. B, you can have these loaves. They're they're old. Nobody's gonna buy them. Oh, We're please, gonna throw I, them out. You know me. No, you can just have them for free. <sighs> Please keep this for yourself. And I'm gonna tell the manager. 
a good one be? I'll see you soon. Yozo. <clears throat> Stops by the farmer's market. Gets like a giant satchel of beans. <clears throat> she shuffles her way down to the south's office. Checks in with her latest generation of boys and girls that she loves to watch. Hands out a few loaves of bread. Mm -hmm. Divvies up the beans. Puts those in some... some canisters. Mm. She has a particular liking to the... The single moms. Then mm. <clears throat> she makes her way around the block, goes and pops into Graceland. We get a shot of Graceland here, the sanatorium that you do laundry at, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. for money. Uh, what does Graceland look like? It doesn't have to look sad from the outside. To mm. not still have an emanating aura of just profound depression. Just those certain inanimate objects that you can look at that you don't know why. It's just something a little off about it. Mm. Are you talking about the thing, like the like the inanimate like objects, the, like the front facade, the front facade? Yeah, like the like the the architecture itself feels feels sad. Yeah, even though it's painted like a bright yellow. Interesting. But it's got some paint that's starting to chip and wear away. I love that. They put some um, some bushes in the front. Like they're trying overtly to push. Maybe if we paint this sanatorium a happy color, <laughs> people will forget that we've relegated and pushed. I think we get a really interesting juxtaposition here too. As you pass by the brightly colored facade, as you turn the corner and they missed a plank. Yes, yeah. And it's that old paint. And for Great. a moment, it brings Chipped you, away. it brings you back. Yeah. To Seasway, to yes. the manor that you used to have there and how everything used to be bright and bold and now it's just left dull. Left dull. We see you pass the threshold of Gracelight into the building here. What's a normal day for you at Gracelight look like? I go into the locker room, change out of my clothes, put on one of the standard uniforms, the maid uniforms, take my apron, take my overcoat, take my shirt, toss it in with the towels and the sheets that need to be done for the day. Move, shovel off, toss the linens into the wash bin, give them a stir while I let those sit. I start pacing through the halls, visiting those who I have a connection with. First and foremost, checking in with Miss Margaret Mary Finnerty. Peggy. Peggy. We see Peggy sitting in her room. She is uh, 
graying of hair. Um, eyes are bagged. Like, there's been much stress put on her very recently. We see she shares that room with another woman who's staring out the window that is only a slit in the wall about eye height. And she's whispering to herself, come here, little piggy. Here, little piggy, come here. Peggy is not amused by this. Her eyes light up as she sees you. What do you do? We're old friends. We go way back. Just as old friends do, we drop into our our usual banter. I poke fun at her. You've looked better, you old hussy. (laughs) Don't I know it? (laughs) Thank you for coming by. I appreciate it. Of course. I, as I always do, regale her of the stories of my most recent adventure. Inform her of the status of her youngest son. You talk about him like he's a hero. Oh, he is. You see her eyes start to well. Can you give him this? As she pulls a piece of parchment out of her pocket. You know, I always will. It's enveloped. Thank you for coming by. I'm gonna miss you. Miss me? Yeah, I'm gonna miss you. Honey, you're gonna see me sooner than you know it. We're gonna keep working the plan. Gonna get you out of here. She looks around, don't let them hear you. I forget how loud my voice can carry sometimes. (laughs) Picky, picky, picky. Come here, picky. I just nod up. Miss Cynthia? To the woman behind She turns back. Rosa, an honor as always, Rosa. Mm-hmm. I do love the titles you give me, Miss Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> she turns back the window. No, 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 no! I just grasp Peggy's hand. Stay strong. And I shuffle off. Continue to tend to my laundry duties for the day, wash up myself, fold the linens. And then I end my day by shuffling down to the hollow harbor. Mm-hmm. Find my old lavender painted house with the mint green shutters. Are you going to Seasway? I'm going to Seasway. Going to Seasway, okay. Going to Seasway. My poor old cottage is dilapidated and 
falling apart and in complete disrepair. You push me out for no reason. No one's even living it in anymore. It's the perfect sterling image as you look at it. What it was at its peak. Mm-hmm. There's a man in the upper window. Mm. He's waving at you. He misses you. And then you know it's a fantasy because next to him, a child. The house goes decrepit. The child disappears. The man is left. I just... And he kissed my old blue. And he's gone too. And I turn around and I sit down on the front stoop and watch my hernia. Uh. And I pull out some old silk flowers that were just given to me out of the scrap bin from the fabric district. Pop off my hat. Take out a needle and thread. And just hum to myself as I add a few more flowers to my hat. Watch the sunset for the glass sea. You see, an old woman sitting in front of her house. Annie B. Sean, what are you doing here? I, uh, I had a sneaking suspicion that you might be back in this neck of the woods. Probably shouldn't come back here as often as I do. I don't know if it's good or bad for my mental health, but I can't help the sense of calm it brings me. If it brings you calm, you know, can't be too bad. I imagine I thought you'd be drinking in the red lamp on your day off. <laughs> nah, I haven't been in the red lamp in a minute. I um. I'm pulling double shifts over at the chapter house, uh, you know, helping them take care of, you know, storage for all the artifacts and cleaning up and managing the armory and stuff like that. Just because I, um, I figure I got to pay for my room and board sleeping in the side room like I do. I think you're far too generous with your time, you know that? But... I know. The wife and kids at home, they're not seeing... Oh, wait a minute. Oh. No, I I got nothing going on. I'm not one to judge. Look at me. Did you stop by Grace late today? I didn't. How's Ma doing? You know her. Always the optimist. I know you got the moves, but it's not no danger getting stuff like this in and out of Graceland. 
to send anything back, you always know. I don't want to send nothing back. She'll hear from me when we get her out. We'll get her out. She's strong. She's a strong woman. You ever... You ever seen people get out of Grace Slate all the time you worked there? I mean, I, I know it has to have happened at least a couple times, but I, I guess it's one thing, you know. Personally, I don't think anyone that goes into that place gets help of any kind that they need. But I know in Ma's case, it wasn't even that she needed help. It's just the place they wanted to throw her away. Yeah. Do you... Have you ever seen anyone, maybe, I don't even, someone rich, someone with connections, get pulled out of there? Of course. Bureaucracy goes a long way. It's still an institution, still with limited meds. Institutions also cost money. And uh, there's no limit to the amount of people might need to disappear if it benefits somebody else up top. So yeah, there are people who got out. There are a lot of people who never see the light of day again before they close their eyes for good. I will say though, Sean, a strong woman, tough as nails as she is, becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Isolation. It's not good for the mind. No. You saying, um... You saying the clock's ticking? I am. Yeah, all right. Well, we gotta make moves. You know what, though? We've happened to come across, gotten to know over the past few weeks, these few missions with Candela. We've got a rich friend. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Um. And I gotta say, that Nathaniel owes you one. He doesn't owe me shit. What do you mean he owes me? Owes me for what? He opened up the hole that he got. He opened up the hole that you got kicked down. You and all of your brothers. That's not on him. No, LT's not responsible. And then he stood there on the edge of that lip and extended his hand to lift you back up. He owes you one. And he owes Anthony. And he owes Jimmy. It would be the least that boy could do. Now, I'm not saying he did anything maliciously. But naivete can be quite harmful, my boy. 
I respect that you're looking out for me, Epi. If I had a list of all the people who had done me the worst, I don't think LT would be anywhere near the top. There's a lot of people to get to before his bill comes due, if at all. I appreciate this. Take it easy and make sure that you stay out here too long. You can never tell who from the old days might recognize you. I'm gonna lean in, give him a kiss. Uh, and I'm gonna walk off and uh, read the letter. Baby boy, Sean, I miss you so. Your Annie Beatrix tells me that you're still doing what you do best. Killing those who are different from you simply because you're told to. Following orders to eradicate people with families and loved ones, then letting those same people you choose to obey kill your brothers. And now I am here in this wretched place because of you, Sean. Because you didn't look out for our family. You let us down, and I cannot forgive you for that. With all my love, Mom. As you stare down at the road where the letter used to be, You feel blood pouring down your face. You feel pain in your shoulder. And just as quickly as it started, you're brought back. And you're holding a letter, unopened, in your hands. somewhere to, to, to be uh, where people can't see me. And you turn a corner. You find a place alone in an alley. I'm going to take uh, my gun out of my coat, uh, and I'm going to throw it uh, down a storm drain. The gun. doing what you do best.
cave in the world. It's funny. I had a dream the other night. It took me back to when you and your brothers were children. I was standing in some laundry while watching the three of you play soldiers in a courtyard. The silly sounds you made pretending sticks with rifles always made me laugh. Sweet Anthony was probably too old for make-believe, but he always played along. Like the wonderful big brother he was. It brought me some comfort. Knowing you and your brothers were together. Know that I am working every day to leave this place so I can be with my boy again. Hope the beater to tuck you into bed again real soon. Until then, with all my love, Mom. you need. blanket that I've thrown on him on the sofa is coming off. I gently scooch it up him, making sure not to touch its scratchy fibers on the scar I see emanating up his neck. I'm intrigued by it. I want to look at it further, but it's best to let him rest. I go back to what I was doing in the wash basin, in my kitchen looking out the window, cleaning, and doing my best to sterilize the equipment in my medical bag. Scrubbing furiously at my hands. I'm slightly nervous. I'm worried that Eon's officers may be watching my home. They don't know my private residence address, but I wouldn't put it past them sending someone to spy on me to see where I live in case they needed to use that information. I'm nervous, but I, I don't sense any immediate danger. And I go back to scrubbing at my tools. And as we see you scrubbing at your tools, the tools in your hands change. How are the tools at Eons different 
than the ones you currently hold. There's no escaping it. Every time you pick up a tool at Eons, there's a slight charge of electricity. It's enough that every day, picking up these slightly charged tools, I shy away from using electricity in my private life. You hear? Well, go ahead. They're um, very clean, very precise, very sharp. They do great work. But every time I touch them, I have to steel myself against the shock. You hear? Okay, honey. We get a, a shot out, a wide shot of you washing the tools in a basin next to your father, laying in bed. I hear his voice. I do not look at him. Over my shoulder, I call out, yes. Don't concern yourself with that. Finish washing the tools. And I turn to look at him. Uh, standing over him is Violet, Boucher. She says, um, thank you for doing that, dear. She's holding a vial, glowing, green. She shakes it. You see the particles within twist. She sticks a syringe into the top and fills it. Dr. Boucher, if you don't mind, I would like to do this part myself. Of course. She hands it over to you. So tell me. When you were there with B, did she say anything? Anything about the Anatithanite? I'm afraid nothing that I can recall. She's still holding on to the vial, or onto the syringe with you. But I think I am getting closer. I just need more time. More time. More time. You think we have more time? Just a bit more. I am not talking about a matter of weeks. And I she releases it. Matter of days. By the next session. I will have something to report. You know what will happen if you do not. She looks over at your father. You have my word. As we look at him, describe for me what he looks like in this state. We saw him before, now we're seeing him in his current state. What, is, what does he look like? Once a robust, flowing man, flowing of energy, of robe, of beard. His beard has turned white, brittle, and is trimmed away, shaved away in parts. He is very much, you can see his weak chin underneath the growth. His complexion, once olive and vibrant, is now completely sunken in, sallow, pale. And his eyes, sunken in, where you would see and expect to see the natural redness of human eyes, 
is a pale glowing blue. <sighs> My chest catches as I hear him struggle yeah. for breath. <laughs> Wheezing. His skin is covered in... I would describe blackheads, pustulous domes that, as I bring the syringe closer to his body, seem to reel some pup with small screams. It's like an active lava field. I cannot bear the sight for very long. I find the injection port in his thin, thin, arm and I inject the syringe and slowly begin to push the adjuvant in. We see the liquid escape into his veins. <gasps> Breath. His eyes grow wide. It's done, Daddy. Sleep. I put my hand on his left shoulder gently. Sleep. And from there, we move to you, Sean. Within the confines of the chapter house, you pass by a sleeping Nathaniel Trap on the bottom floor make your way up. Uh, I'll look at him and I'll, uh, I think I'll look at him and I'll stop in. Do I see, do I see like a bourbon bottle or anything else? For around? sure. Uh, I'm gonna sort of skulk in, try to get a whiff of LT's breath to see if he would still be hammered if he woke up right now. Just a half full glass. I'm just a super lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I go in, take oh. it. I'll take, I'll take the glass. All right. Uh, LT. Hey, got the drop on you. Uh, no, no. I heard you coming. <laughs> and merely pretended to be asleep. <laughs> well, it worked. You've lulled me into a full sense of security, and now I guess you got me exactly where you want me, which is crouched over your supine form. <laughs> yes, yes, my master plan has steps two through five that will now be executed, but <clears throat> in the sake of conversation, I will put them aside. <clears throat> Uh, I'll, I'll give you a, give you a hand up. Thank you. <sighs> you sleeping at the chapter house? Uh, yes. Yes. All right. Well, I got a little roomy. I've been, uh, I've been sleeping here too. You have. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a house. You, you don't have a, you don't. Wait. Uh, well, when, I mean, Anthony and Jimmy never came home, and my ma got put in Gracely, and, uh, you know, two months later, with nobody there paying rent, and no, you know, 
the only thing that was protecting Ma was because she had sons in the military. But when she got put in Grace Slate, uh, the landlord repossessed our, uh, our tenement. Our, uh, of course, I feel so stupid. I'm. Why? It's not your problem. No, I'm sorry, Sean. I should have asked sooner. It's. Hey, hey, hey! You're not worried. Uh. Listen. About that, uh, you know. Beatrix, uh, you know Annie B. She uh, she works as a laundry woman over at Gracelite, and um, you know the doctor, uh, guy Sergey Orlov, who uh, is the person who diagnosed uh, my ma. You know, I think he, he may have uh, been in error, and I'm pursuing sort of understanding how this may have happened because ma's always, you know. She's always been a worry wart, but you can't get put in Gracelate for that. Mm. And uh, so there may have been some mistakes made. Uh, but the last name Finity doesn't really carry a lot of weight in this town. And the review board for Gracelate, it can take months or years. Uh, but there are certain last names that if we got a doctor's note, could maybe jump to the front of the line, and hey, I don't feel great about jumping to the front of the line, but at the end of the day, I'll take my guilty feelings with my ma by my side rather than with her in the sanatorium. I mean, if you can't use a name like mine for something like this, what can you use it for? LT. And I'm gonna uh, lean in and give you a big hug. God, you're strong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you're also a little sleepy and drunk, but that's okay. No, uh, screws to it. I'm gonna smile, um, and uh, I'm just—I'll uh, I'll just look and say, "All right, uh, I gotta retool up." Um, Wait, how long has your your mother been in Gracelite? How long? Have, how long since I got back from? from yeah, the probably like three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. And Sergey Olav. Mm -hmm. Orlov. I uh, so, Sergey Or. Orlov. The R's in the middle of the word, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they'll never, they'll never make me a light keeper. You know that? <laughs> because if I have to bring the new guys in and I say, gentlemen, I've invited you here because New Fair is beset by Eldritch Harris. <laughs> doesn't sound right. <laughs> Everything needs an evolution sometimes, Finity. Uh, you know, we, we can certainly go that route, and we should. But just in case my name doesn't trade, you know, there's always other tactics we can take with Mr. Or Love. As you say that, you continue speaking, but we see letters being delivered to you three to come to Candela Obscura. Uh, I'm going to look at you and say, maybe a retraction of that diagnosis, along with a noted journalists writing a letter saying there was an error in the diagnosis and maybe we find a way to persuade Dr. Orlov. Sometimes unwanted attention from the Civil Tribune could lead to, oh, I don't know, a review of medical notes and see if might have, maybe an error was made or a switching of files, honest mistakes. <laughs> um, something, would you need anything to help you with that? 
Would you need like uh, like you like you're a reporter, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to show up at this doctor's office, a little bit of evidence with a lead you're chasing down. You know, you can't trust everything you hear on the street in South Suffolk. But word on a corner is um, that Dr. Orlov's office, you know started to look a lot nicer. He started to get more business because he was kind of a hack, sawbones, you know. Uh, started looking a lot nicer when he started to get a lot of referrals from Arthur Duffy. Uh, Arthur was uh, landlord for a lot of the apartments in uh, South Suffolk. And uh, I'm just thinking, if you were to get some piece of tangible evidence, an anonymous tip, something like that, that uh, maybe Dr. Orlov makes a lot of money from Arthur Duffy for more than just checkups. Would there be a, that streamline your process uh, for a noted reporter such as yourself? It certainly couldn't hurt. Good to know. Um, I'm gonna walk, uh, get a new gun from the armory, mm -hmm. and I'm going to, um, uh, knowing that if, 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 if our friends are on the way, we're supposed to be meeting up here. They're, they're coming soon, but you still yeah. have time. Um, I'll go to a little, like, side closet, sort of like an empty pantry, when, when like, back when this was a place that, like, needed food in it, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and there's, like, a, a military bedroll on the ground, um, and, uh, I'm just gonna go in there, grab a couple of things for whatever assignments coming up next, and I'm also gonna grab a baseball uh, mm. and put it in my yeah, put it in my pocket with and move this little letter to another pocket so that I can hold on to the baseball. I love that. As he leaves, I'm I'm going to go over to one of the shelves in the chapter room where I was not sleeping. Downstairs. Uh, yeah, yeah, downstairs. The downstairs yeah. yeah, and there was uh, on the shelf. There's a almost a mahogany box that opens. Mm on a hinge, and inside is a very polished officer's revolver mm. sitting in a velvet inlay, and I'll sort of pick it up and look at it. Put it back, shut the box. Mm. Exit the room. That leaves you alone here. Would you like to wait, or would you like to do anything else? Um, hearing LT down the other room, I grab the baseball, I grab a uh, new hand weapon, a couple other things. Um, I had a couple little things left to do volunteering in the archives. Yeah. So I think I'll swing by the archives and finish that business up as well. Great. We see you swing up the stairs around the corner. As that happens, uh, we see the rest of you starting to arrive. Upstairs in the archives, uh, out of the labyrinthine, labyrinthine uh, uh, hallways that stretch past the chapter house, a figure emerges, uh, Draven approaches you. Mr. Kingsley. 
they don't have to do that, you know? What do you mean? After the what? The organization, all the things that you're doing here. I know you're compensating for something. Uh, uh, Mr. Kingsley, I, I appreciate it. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I know. If there's a reason for you to tell me not to do this, I won't do it. But the truth is... Spending a couple minutes dusting shelves is probably the probably the nicest part of my day. All things being equal, sir. Heard. I lost my sister. So I know what it feels like. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. The hollowness. The pain. The rage. The desire to find blame. I know what that feels like. I want you to know you're not alone in that. How'd you lose her? The story for another time, he says. And you hear the ding, 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 ding of the door open below as the rest of you start to approach up the stairway. He says, We are the same. And then, as he says that, the rest of them uh, move up the stairs, all of you join. I see... Toodaloo! <laughs> so sorry to wake you uh, the missives arrived. So, did you get right. enough rest? Uh, I think so. I, I mean, did you... How's it looking? Did you patch me up okay? Yeah, you're looking a lot better. <laughs> um, for wear. Marion! Mm. Help me up the stairs. Uh, okay. <sighs> I immediately go to help you upstairs. <laughs> How is your hernia, Miss Monroe? It's uh, fine. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> More worried about this one. What do you mean? What are you all? I feel okay. What do I, I mean? Right. What well, yeah, this, um, It's quite noticeable now, dear boy. How are you feeling? I feel actually pretty good. I'll rest do you some good. I got a little rest. I would love to take a closer look at it when we have an opportunity. Anytime. Did any, any of you other boys go and have fun? Hit the red lamp, meet some people, y'all? Oh, yes. Always money to be Good. spent. Good. Does anyone need any medication? I could still, you know, I mean, they're obviously calling us here for a reason, and I, I did pay you a visit to, to get a little, uh, Patched up, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Dr. Jean, everything is going over her head. She just kind of stares blankly. Uh, you see uh, Kingsley holding uh, folders in front of all of you. Tell them, Kingsley. Tell them. They're too young to be wasting away their lives. Uh, 
he gives you a slight smile. Um, he looks around at all of you, and I'm going to have all of us describe what we look like here again uh-huh. uh, in this moment as we pan across all of you in the same space. Um, let's start with you. Uh, Nathaniel Trapp, what do you look like here? Uh, Nathaniel is, uh, he's changed his shirt uh, of, a, of a darker variety this time. New vest, pocket watch remains, holsters empty but, but in place. Um, there's a slight discoloration between his eyes, but it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't show the the white burnout from our, from our last adventure. Um, he's attempted to put some kind of makeup around the scarring that started to creep uh, from his ocular cavity, but um, he's still there in dark slacks and uh, is glad to see you all. Although the back of his head seems to have like a vertical cowlick in the back from sleeping drunkenly <laughs> in a in an armchair. Annie B is wearing the same old coat, same old shirt, freshly laundered. A few little extra stains from blood, from the kibble, from the squid dogs. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, she's making do and maybe feeling a look maybe a little more pale, eyes a little darker, hair still a little unkempt. She looks a little stressed, but while she may be wearing it on her face, she's not wearing it in her spirits. Uh, Sean looks, uh, you know, it's very clear that Sean doesn't have a a wardrobe. So it's like whatever, he has like, you know, wearing the same shirt, it's been cleaned, but it's the same, so any holes that were there. You see there's like some crude stitching around where uh, one of the dogs bit him. Uh, Also, at the end of the last episode, he uh, took a stitch. He did not take a stitch. So uh, I think the main thing is uh, body mark, brain mark, and three bleed marks. So I think Sean is looking sleepless um, and agitated. Dr. Jean, um, on first glance, looks much unchanged. New pair of crisp white gloves, freshly pressed <laughs> long, mint green pea coat, not a hair out of place, but if you were to study her a bit more closely, um, also having two body marks, um, you can tell she's trying harder than ever to keep it together, keep it aligned, and with three bleed marks, She's a bit distracted, um, and when she starts to feel, it's almost like this sense that kicks in when she's doing surgery is kicking in at random times now, and she has to really steel herself and focus to stay on that tight tether of focus. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Marion is is uh, doing great. Um, <laughs> Apparently not. It's quite visible, my boy. <laughs> well, you do see that there is that. Uh, whereas he used to be able to cover the scar that he had from his childhood up. Now it's um, because of the events of last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the scar has spread, okay. and the spread of it is absolutely a sort of bluish, silveryish bluish color, uh, and uh, it's starting to move up his neck and across his chest. Uh, and he still has some wounds that are that are on the mend, but are still some body wounds that are that are still definitely uh, not one hundred percent. But uh, he's wearing the, 
He's got the same pants and the same shoes on all pretty much all the time as yeah. well. But uh, and this vest is his favorite vest. It's nice. He loves it. The shirt is another version of. He's got a couple different shirts, but they're all might as well be just the same version of each other. Right, right. It's definitely a you fresh the version of all, the same shirt. Yeah, all the same shirt. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, you see Kingsley in front of all of you. Driving Kingsley is dressed uh, in a in a dark gray suit um, and a tie. Um, and he's holding folders in his hands. Um, you notice you all have folders in where you, where you normally sit. He's holding other folders. Uh, he quickly um, tucks them next to the seat, and you see a photo of you peeking out from one of them. We had another incident recently. Damn it, Fennessy. Bad news. I'm a squid dog. And I go to, <laughs> and I go, uh, nah, I'm playing. Good boy. <laughs> uh, a member of the, uh, of Allison's crew was taken out. Oh, so exactly what we feared. More retribution? I fear that is so. Uh, I appreciate the work that you all did last time, but there still seems to be more in front of you in that regard. This thing, whatever it is, is still on the loose, and I would hate to see it track down anybody else. How many were there in her circle? Uh, it stares at you for just a moment. Uh, there were four. So, he says, and he turns, and he seems nervous? Or his eyes flip. Seems a little jittery. In front of you are the details from the attack that occurred. Um, one of our men, Adrian, was there, but uh, was not able to stop him in time comes over to you, stands close to you. I wish to ensure that all members of this circle, circle stay safe. Um, and moves in, like, by your side, onto your shoulder, like, by your shoulder, and puts his hand on it. Especially you, Mr. Trump. Thank you for your concern, Mr. Kingsley. I'm sure you're wearing very capable hands. He gets a little too close to you. Yes, I believe that is so. Looks he seems suspiciously yeah. off. What? Yeah. Go and make a go and make a read roll for me. Go and make a read roll for me. Feeling monster. Hmm. I will assist you. That sounds great. Because he's all up in my shiz. he's all up in your shiz. And he had onions for lunch. Uh, in this moment where everyone is really focused on Draven, who's acting weird, can I grab the folder with my photo? Mm-hmm. Great. I rolled a six and a one. A six and a one. So a six. So a six. Six, six, six. Uh, so, here's what you get from the six. Uh, he's acting not like himself. His voice is the same, but 
What you notice is that the scar on his head isn't quite the same shape as it normally is. And you hear from across the room, in one of the cabinetry. Oh Oh, no. As that happens, you feel searing pain on your back. He's moved around to the side of you uh, and um, and put his hand on your back, and he uh, takes what feels like his nail, um, and he drags it all the way down your back, and then you feel a hand around your spinal cord. Oh. No one do something! And no. another hand mm-hmm. grasping your lungs. Mm-hmm. We hear <gasps> come out of your mouth as he squeezes those lungs tightly. Go ahead and take uh, a three-body form. No, not on my watch. No, no, no. Uh, so as soon, all, everything you described is happening mm-hmm. in my head. I see his arms wrap around him. This is a good ability. Fuck, this is a good ability. The, the motherfucker. <laughs> quick, like, flashes of what's about to happen, and I see him about to get torn apart, and I rush right to you, and I pull you towards me and tell you, run! Uh, as that happens, you feel yourself pulled forward. He didn't get his hands around your lungs, but he is holding on to <gasps> your spinal, your, your like spinal column here. You're able to soak one of those. Got correct. So you take two body. I drop. Oh, are we? Uh, are we? We're in like a well-appointed room, right? Yes. I'm gonna no. grab a uh, what is supposed to be a decorational um, double-handed claymore broadsword uh-huh. off the wall. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I can't kick him out the window because he's got a hold of your fucking spine. No, uh-huh. I drop it, I think I just go like this. <laughs> just uh, We see your body uh, lurch forward here um, as a broadsword comes off of the wall. Go ahead and make a, uh, a strike roll for me here okay. as you come down on this creature. Uh, I now have the tenacious ability because we're an interdisciplinary circle, so one right. of these is actually gilded. Amazing. Uh, we'll go here. Um, uh, so, and then I, actually, one of them is gilded already. But and this is this is a strike roll, correct? Strike roll, correct. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and burn. Two, right? um, I took two, but that filled with three, which is a scar, okay. and that means I take a new yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I still down one. I still absorbed one. Yeah. The two was. Uh, that's a six. That's a six. Uh, describe for me how you uh, how you do this as you see one hand grasp around the spinal column of your lieutenant here, who is now uh, sort of leaning forward, only supported by this by this single uh, dark, uh, uh, like long, spindly hand that has dived into him. Um, I've wanted to kill Draven Kingsley since the earlier conversation upstairs. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I think I think what what to everyone what to everyone looks like wow Sean's always really quick to act is always yeah. Sean wants to kill a lot of people yeah. it's like he's got a list he's, I've thought about this I clocked the sword up on the wall before it's uh-huh. all been clocked everything's clocked so I grab the photo <laughs> file that away turn around to see Marion getting upset it's before before as Marion gets up to grab LT I'm getting up at the same moment yeah. to grab the sword, so that as the like the length, like he's like holding on to yeah. the spine, and as Marion pulls, he has to extend the arm to go. Right, Whoa. and leaves the leaves the arm wide open. You see it bends the wrong way wow. as oh. this happens. Oh. Um, that's the natural way that it's fascinating. Yeah. That's the natural way it's there's body a moment, bends. There's a moment where I clock and I go weakest at 
the shoulder or the elbow. And I go for the elbow. Bam! Oh, God, uh, it slices clean through the elbow. You watch as the, as the hand lets you go. You go tumbling forward, uh, unconscious here. Um, as I hate it when people say we're the same too. As soon as he said that, I was like, fuck you! Uh-huh. I'm not even Sean, and fuck you! We're the same. Uh, <laughs> he he stumbles back. Uh, the tendrils of his arm starting to grow God, back yeah, uh, uh, as like the icor drips. And and he, yeah uh, yeah. Go ahead. I while this is happening, I stay out of harm's way. I want to run to where that thump was heard mm-hmm. to see if if it's actually our Mr. Kingsley. We can enlist his help. Yeah. Uh, you hearing thumping? Uh, there's a cabinetry unit. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a cabinetry unit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you run to and open. You see Mr. Kingsley within. His face is like wide and contorted. His eyes are bulging out of his head. Oh. His shoulders have been like engorged and his body is covered in black veining. And he looks as though he's screaming, but nothing is coming out of his mouth. His body's like tucked into the cabinetry all like as though he was a contortionist, but he's not a contortionist. Can I check his vitals to see if he's still alive? Uh, go ahead and make a read roll for me. A read or focus roll I'm for me. I'm gonna focus. Great. And, um, um, since I'm well-read and retain knowledge better than most, when I use intuition when making a focus roll, if I fail the roll, I'll earn back any intuition I use. So I'm gonna burn one thing, and I'm also gilded on focus, so I'm rolling four for focus. Three. Ah. Three. Uh, so you go to no. touch Wait, him. Wait, can I take the one as a gilded? You can take the one as the gilded. The get your drive back. Um, as as you go to open that cabinetry and you reach your hand in instinctively to like touch his pulse, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he is covered in in black icor, covered in like black veining. Uh, you feel a pulsating in your temple, a ringing in your ears. As you grab him, you feel his pulse is still there, but for a moment, yours is not. You're gonna take two Ooh. bleed marks. And oh, that's a scar. No. And that's a scar. So you you watch as uh, as um, Gene uh, at the cabinetry drops as well in front of, uh, in front of um, Mr. Kingsley here, uh, they, both of them laying on the ground, uh, black ichor on her hand. While all this is happening, if I may, uh, Aunt Pete looks around. Um, she's looking for like um, a silvered serving tray or a mirror mm. or something reflective. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, uh, yes. So go ahead and make a survey roll for me. All right. Um, street smarts. As as that happens, we still uh, have our hand mirrors. We still do have the hand yes. mirrors. So you oh, could, that's you could true. put as your gear if you yeah. want to mark gear for this. Lead containment gear and hand mirrors. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna do this, and I'm gonna spend a drive because yep. I can get it back. Okay. Potentially, I'm gonna spend. Uh... As you're rolling that, this thing makes eye contact with you, Sean, mm-hmm. and says, "I know the vengeance. I know what it's like." Turns to you to watch somebody you care for die. My sister died. Stares at you, at their hands. Uh, the, the creature starts to transform from Kingsley into uh, the, Kingsley's head, like slides up onto oh, no. the top of its head, and its like maw starts to extend out. This is from the description very clearly the creature that killed uh, that killed Antonio. the pre- Antonio 
and and, and was not like Allison. the description what you saw. And, and, and Allison is still alive, but if he doesn't know that. Well, Allison was Half. was was hurt by uh, some other creature that was like this, yeah. right? And then lit on fire. So he's staring at you, going, "They killed my sister." Oh. Yep. Yep. Um, and I was uh, there. I, I I think I think this this creature says this mm-hmm. to me, and Sh- Sean's internal, the inside of Sean's like ears hear, but the mind doesn't. Yeah. Like the second that there was a hand around LT's mm-hmm. spine, everything this creature says is just like, just like I hear gunshots and fire and everything, and just everything is controlled breathing, everything is just red, and there's some part of my mind like feeling the letter inside of my coat, and it just goes like, everyone wants to talk after the shit goes down. And uh, and I'm gonna drop the sword and take out the shotgun, uh-huh. and I, I, like if this if this thing's trying to tell me a sob story, I literally can't hear it. I uh, I rolled a six for my survey, by the way. Amazing. Uh, so you were looking for a mirror here. Mirror, silver tray, or something. You know, there's one downstairs in the bathroom. Fuck that! I don't have time for that. I pull out the mirror <laughs> from my fucking pocket. The hand okay, mirror. Hand mirror. Uh, yes. Yeah, the tendrils of this creature's hand reach out and shatter the mirror no! in your hand, yeah. crushing it and letting it go. Um, <laughs> this thing is far beyond what you faced here. As this is happening, though, we see you uh, staring ahead of you, and this creature is here. LT is still here on the ground, but this is as though it's in the battlefield for you. Um, you see uh, this creature standing in front of you. Um, uh, yelling at you, uh, its arm dripping in black ichor, and uh, it's trying to convey to you, we are the same! Um, uh, <laughs> I'm hearing that, all I'm hearing in my head is like the voice of Dr. Nero back in Nomad being like, you may see strange things on these missions. You may even see enemy combatants take the form of children. They may uh. beg you not to hurt them, but you must simply understand. And I look at, and this thing says, I'm like you, and I go, no shit, I'm a monster too. And I raise the gun. Uh. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, take a shot? Yeah, take a shot. Okay. Um, That's a six. Six. Uh, this creature gets hit, too, in the stomach. Mm-hmm. It looks down. You see its body is dripping. Purple, chromatic ichor now. It touches its chest. She's coming. She's gonna get out. We're gonna get her out. We're gonna get her out. And then it stumbles backwards and then uh, uh, falls out the window, the stained glass window. <gasps> Not my window! <laughs> oh, fuck. Petunia. And disappears into uh, the night. It, oh, so there's no trace. It, it, if you go look out the window, yeah. this thing is gone. Um, uh, Damn. I am going to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, seeing this thing fall out the mm-hmm. window, I am going to look at Marion and say, 
fake Kingsley was upstairs, and I'm going to rush up to the archives where all of the dangerous oh, magic shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rush up there. You all are already upstairs, yeah. but there's you're already upstairs, but the archives are back behind where all where like the meeting I'm, room is. I'm gonna I'm I'm just rushing back and look. I say that to you, yeah. and I'm saying and I'll look at Aunt B and I'll be like like. Check to make sure this motherfucker's dead. Doc, LT's hurt, and I'm gonna rush into the archives. Great. Uh, yeah, uh, you rush. Doc is out. Out. I'm conscious. I'm I conscious. got a scar. I'm like, Mary, ah, tell I Doc. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> go. Go. Uh, you rush back into the into the archives. Holy shit. And it's as though this place has been raided. Oh, son of a bitch. Things are gone here. You were you were fixing the things that were in the front room, but as you enter like the back area that you aren't normally allowed to go, they are. It is raided. Oh yeah 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 oh yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, 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 we're we're in the same we're in the room together. We're in the room together. Uh, I, Ambi uh, yells up to Sean and goes, "Check the cabinet where the androphage was." Which was up there, right? He put it it's, where it's, we It's in the room that you're in right now. In the room now. that we're in. Yeah, because remember, he Fox. took it from you and put, put it in, it in the, the cabinet. cabinet. Yes. I opened the cabinet. Yeah, the cabinet, uh, as you open the cabinet, you pull out the drawer, it's a hidden compartment uh. back there. So the androphage is still there. As well as the other, like, containers. Yeah, stuff, stuff that's more important than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, do you, do you, do you, I don't want to lose him. I don't want to, I want to make sure that that thing is down there and is out. And if not, I don't want to lose track of him. Can you, and I'm, I'm holding her. You go, you go track that. I'm going to get her up so she can get him up. And I'm going to run outside. Yeah. As you run around, you see a spot on the ground where the, where the creature hit uh, a carriage, okay. um, crushed a carriage down. Uh -huh. You see twisted metal mm -hmm. um, and wood, uh, but the creature's nowhere to be found. I'm going to try to sense to see what direction Great. it went. That sounds good. Ping. Gonna make sense wrong. Um, as you do that, uh, you, we see the we see Kingsley and you on the ground. The danger for the moment in that room has passed. So your eyes flit open, and you see a man laying sideways, looking at you, also laying sideways. His mouth wide open. His rasping breath reminds you of the sound that your father made overtaken by bleed, and he says, kill me. Kill, kill me. Um, I'm, I'm done. Don't let me end up like her. Can Matt, can Annie B hear this too? Yeah. I, um, I see the horror on, on Jean's face and I just snap her face to, to look at me. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, don't, you can't worry about that right now. You gotta get Nathaniel up. Mm. I can okay. handle him. You just, you tend to him. All right, I, I'm unsteady on my feet, and I. Sir, look at Nathaniel. And go to patch him up. Grab my bag. And ah, my hand. There's something wrong with my hand. Pull off my glove. And where the tips of my fingers on my left hand used to be are little tendrils of blue flame. Ooh. It's very hot. And I'm horrified, but then I'm fascinated. <laughs> huh. Classic doctor. <laughs> I grab the sack with my good hand, and I head back to Nathan to do some patch up. Uh, yeah, you kneel down next to, next to Nathan. Uh, uh, Nathaniel, um, you are 
the danger in this room has passed. We see your eyes flit open, but you are still very hurt. Um, uh, you took an additional body, is that correct? I did. Okay, great. So you have one body on your sheet. Um, you're gonna use patch up here to do this? patch up. Okay. So I'm gonna make a focus roll to heal an ally one body mark. And then Luis, we're gonna come back to you, don't worry. Um, as, as this happens, as that roll is happening, tell me what scar you're gonna take. It's a body scar, right? Yeah, I mean, he had his hand around my fucking spine. Uh, so, the, the, when you run your finger along someone's back mm-hmm. and you can feel the little nubs of the vertebrae, yeah. they're a little bit bigger than they were before. <gasps> and they kind of crest just between the scapulas, mm-hmm. between the shoulder blades up to the neck. And what, really hurts in the beginning, starts to feel really strong in short order, Mm -hmm. but also very numb, strange. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for some reason, his his right leg isn't quite working the way that it should. Oh, man. Great. What stat? What action points do you want to move? Yeah, <laughs> you can you can also think about it right now no, no, if you'd I'm like gonna, to. I'm okay. gonna move. I'm gonna move one of uh, focus. Okay. Uh, into. <laughs> oh, that's right. Into yeah, shift one as well. Strike. <sighs> Going full strike. Uh, good. <laughs> good. We're gonna need it. I fuck yeah. I lost my strike last time. Uh, Looking at a. Oh, yeah, please go ahead. No. Looking at Draven. Um, well, she. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Jean handles Nathaniel. I'm over top of Draven. From what educated experience I have from tending to, to wounded soldiers, does he look beyond repair? He looks pretty bad. He looks. Not like you're used to with soldiers. He's covered in bleed. This is not injuries like you're used to from the war. This is injuries that are supernatural, paranormal in nature. It's very hard to tell from your expertise whether this is something that's survivable. Is he still pleading for death? Fading in and out of consciousness and pleading for death. We're gonna cut back down to you since I know you rolled to sense which direction um, we can come back. I just want to make sure since I told you to make that roll. Six. That's a six. Um, yeah, you can tell that this thing uh, just like went up uh, to the like out of the out of the um, carriage that it crashed in, up the street, and then took off up on top of buildings. Got it. Um, like scurried up on top of buildings and went out into Hollow Harbor, um, away from the ocean. Okay, so more towards the city. More towards the city, more towards the center of the city itself. Correct, that's the direction that you know it went. Um, what do you all want to do? Uh, yeah. I um, rolled a five on my patch up with the gilded die. Great. So I am taking, I have to take two intuition away to use this, but I also, it was gilded, so that means I earn one, one back. back. So you only spend, you only spend one to do it. Great. Great. Um, and on the gilded die, just making sure when you have a gilded uh, when you have a gilded action, mm-hmm. it doesn't add a die to your roll. It right. only so I don't know if. Oh, you did or not, I see. It replaces. It replaces one of a the, die. I will note that. So next for next time. time, yeah, no problem. Um, great, uh, you take that five. Um, and that five is directed to his heal. Great, you're gonna heal one body mark here. What's it look like as you patch this up quickly? 
Oh, it's not my best work, but it's uh, the skin. I try to put the skin back together around this enlarged spinal column, and um, it's very tender, but it comes together all the way. There's there's very, very little chance at any infection, even as the bone is pushing against it. Can we see any of that blue flame on your fingertips? And then, for <laughs> added benefit, I caught around. I was yeah! Yeah, so good. Yes! <laughs> Dang. The hell? And because I. Oh, wait, give me the bonus! No! <laughs> I'm so sorry! I'm God. so sorry! I'm so sorry! That's good! That's good! <laughs> I should do it. I give you some more of that bourbon or scotch that you were drinking. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Here, just, just, because I took this scar, I removed a point from hide, because there's no hiding a flame hand, and I moved it to control, because I have to work harder and be more specific now with my hands. Yeah, I love that. It's such a good shift. Um, for the moment here, there is calm outside. There is calm in here. Kingsley's breath <gasps> rasping in front of you, racked with bleed. As you look over at him, hearing that voice, that familiar voice, you see for a moment your father's face in his. And his body was all contorted and shoved and broken and just fucked up. Correct. I, uh... What do you want to do? Can I move over to King... Yeah. Can I move to Kingsley and say, listen, whatever time you have left, where did that come from? I shake him. <gasps> Who do you report to? Who is above you? He looks over his shoulder. They're going. They're going after Allison. Uh, do you have a key? Uh, anything? Uh, the hidden parts of this chapter house? <laughs> His eyes like bulge and they start to fill with blood. From my bag, I pull out a vial of shining green. Mm. We have to keep him alive. What? We have to keep him alive. We have to keep him talking. At least for that much. I begin filling a syringe with the vial. What is that, my dear? Except for me, Ans. It is a temporary solution, something I would hoped I would never have had to use again. And I plunge Fuck. the syringe right. into Mr. Kingsley's arm. His eyes go wide. And there's, for a moment, a sense of relief. Finity. I'm upstairs in the archives, looking around. I step back. Um, I want to tie him up. Okay. I'm sorry, sir. We just gotta, we can't trust you right now, but we need you to talk. And I'm gonna start to get rope, and I'm gonna start to tie his hands behind his back, and then if there's a chair, I'm gonna sit him in a chair and start to tie his legs. Uh -huh. While he does that, I will go back to that mahogany box with the finely lacquered varnish, <laughs> open it. I will take the officer's pistol out of it now and stick it in my fucking holster. We see it slide in, Lieutenant. And that's where we're gonna go on break. Oh! 
Yeah, I was two seconds from putting this guy out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I know. I'm so glad I know everyone. Like... I was literally like, like I'm upstairs. He was about I'm to go night If Sean had been there, and be like, okay, this guy wants to die. Yeah. We all want him to be alive. It's a fucking democracy. Majority <laughs> 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 so wins, motherfucker. Talk. Um, <laughs> Amazing. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hello again, dear investigators. We hope you are enjoying this supernatural mystery as our circle uncovers the magical foes plaguing the Fairlands. I must briefly interrupt this investigation to enlighten you of a few key details that may shape your future endeavors with Candela Obscura. If you choose to join our secret society, we have a free quick start guide that may serve you well on your own investigations. This resource includes a summary of the illuminated world system being used by our members, a primer to the Fairlands, and an example assignment for your circle. Find everything you may need at DarringtonPress.com slash Candela. And for our members that wish to showcase their commitment to our esoteric order, Candela Obscura merchandise such as fine wares and fateful dice may be purchased through the shop tab on CritRoll.com. Every purchase helps support Candela Obscura and our never-ending cause to protect this realm from what lies beyond the flare. Speaking of which... The Fairlands await. And we return to Kingsley in a chair tied up, black veins snaking up his neck, across his face, down his arms. They're pulsating. Looks worse for wear, but alive for now. What would you all like to do? Uh, he's, he is just emanating bleed. Just emanating. I want to see if there's a way that I can determine by just kind of like sort of tapping into that other layer mm -hmm. that I can experience how much time he might have before he becomes something else or just drops dead. Great. Make a sense roll for me. As it's happening, you see his head start to like drop a little bit, and he pulls himself back out of consciousness. Unconsciousness, I should That is a six. That's a six. Um, he looks as though he will survive for at least the next hour or so. Beyond that, it's hard to know. Can I start to, to inspect uh, this this level? Uh, sure. Rooms, uh, the folder, why uh, Sean's picture was in there. Oh, Just yeah. everything. Sure, you go over to the folders and you flip them open. What you find are that there are folders on all of you. Oh. That picture. <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> um, Sean's photo was the one that happened to peek out, but there are photos of all of you, files on all of you. Uh, what you would gather from this is that he was this creature, whoever they are, was trying was trying to learn who all of you were before you arrived. Does this That's look like great. Candela had the? I mean, I, also, I'll come back from sure. the archives and yeah. say, yeah. "We'll come get you." Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just come back and say, uh, "Yeah, got to him." They raided us. Yeah, there's nothing left up there. You know, crumbs, couple of you know, anything that was juicy is gone. The androphage. Oh yeah. That would have been in the yeah. That's behind us. Um, and I'll. I'll 
I'll take the androphage. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You want to pass that? Yeah. Thank you. Might as well. Johnny, know. was it? <laughs> How's Johnny looking? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> He's our new friend. Um, uh, yeah. The, looking at the looking at yeah. our, our folders, does, does this look as though these folders were being kept by Candela, and the creature made use of them? Mm. Correct. Okay. Uh, you see on on the folders themselves, they have a description of you, physical description, um, uh, height, weight. Uh, they also have a um, like a, a section of personality um, and temperament, and then there's also like address of where you live, mm. um, and uh, as well as like specialties that you would have. Um, do, yeah. we see, do we see anything? I think Sean will take a moment to read his. Sure. And yeah. specifically looking. None of this raises a flag. Like having the location and information, we have we have a dangerous job, and the organization tracking us is in one way reassuring. But I think Sean is looking for anything unreassuring, mm. and is looking for anything that would be more. And also, if there's like a section on personality, I think there's a moment where he's like, "Yeah, what am I like?" You know, like, and to look at it and read sure. the personality section. Yeah. Uh, in, in on your file, as you as you open it, it says under location, uh, NA, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then under personality, uh, it says um, uh, it says focused, diligent, hot-headed, violent, prone to rage. Question mark. Well, this doesn't mention my keen sense of humor anyway. Really? It doesn't? Let me see. <laughs> nope, it's not there. Focus? <laughs> would, would, would we know where files like this were kept? Uh, yeah, um, you would know that there are files within the archives somewhere. Uh, if you wanted to make a survey roll to see where the rest of the ones for, what you do know is it's this chapter house that would hold the records for the, the organization's, uh, the part of the organization that comes through this chapter. It feels like we need to keep Draven talking, but if there are files on Allison and the rest of her circle, we should try and find whatever they had on the rest of her fellows, figure out where they are. They're not mixed in with the files that we have. These files are just ours. Those are just okay. ours, correct. Um, I'm gonna go take a double check. I think that you, look, he's got about an hour. You're very convincing. Uh, uh, um, yeah, five. So you, other people here are more convincing than I am. I'm gonna go take another sweep. Um, I'm gonna basically go back, retracing your steps, and I'm gonna scan. I'm looking for artifact. I'm looking for anything that we can wear that's gonna protect us against supernatural powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I want necklaces. Yeah, I mean, this is. I, I want to really raid this and hopefully look for secret compartments that may have been missed anywhere. If I, I'm gonna say you're gonna, you're gonna be going looking for stuff. Yeah. I'm saying listen. I, I mean, I can beat the shit out of Draven. I don't know that I can convince him to do anything. Let's please not beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I agree. So listen, uh, if, if if we're not if we're not gonna, st- he coughs. I want to help. Uh, where where are the files? Where are the files on the other, the members that this monster is stalking? Uh, he points to the back area in the archive room where you were. Second, second drawer. Where's the kid? He looks at you. Where's the kid? Lucas, where's the kid? Um, We cut to uh, a shot of a teddy bear being held by a boy. Um, He's cowering in the corner downstairs in the bathroom. 
Oh, this oh. poor fucking kid. Uh, who is standing there with him? Who went to find him? Is that you? I'll, yeah, I'll go. If, if Draven says that yeah. he's in the house, I'm gonna go find the kid. Uh, yeah, the kid, so uh, the shot that we get, we see uh, you're running off to go with the files. To the second Great, drawer. so we see you going to the files, the second drawer, uh, uh, flipping through them with your fingers. As that happens, we cut to you standing in the doorway, a soldier, face to face with, not face to face, but like one on one with the boy who is cowering in the corner of the bathroom, holding the bear. The bear still has an evidence tag hanging from it. Um, and he says, is he okay? Looking at you. Mr. Kingsley, is he okay? It's all right, kid. Uh, I'm gonna walk over. He gets scared as you approach him. I am having a hard time seeing this kid look up at me in fear. It's all right. He tries to scoop, but there's nowhere to go. Kid, <laughs> you got nothing to be afraid of, all right? Just get up. Draven's not doing all right, okay? Can make a sway roll for me? Uh, that's a five. That's a five. The boy looks up at you. Tears filling his eyes. And you know, you've seen this look before. When you cornered that child, and you saw this fear, what did he look like? We were deep behind enemy lines. In other where? Northern Maritime Allied Defense, Third Regular Battalion. We were in Bravo Company, Third Platoon, called Ghost. Our Lieutenant Alice Hayes worked with a man named Dr. Oliver Nero. We were told that the enemy had tools beyond reckoning, dangerous, powerful technologies. Strange, had the potential to wipe out all of Hale, everyone in New Fair, dead in an instant. Technology is not the word I would have used to describe what we saw. This look of fear child's face. Mirror my own. Because we had seen all the things that these kids could do. Research. All just starting. If the kid had just 
come with me. And if there hadn't been that flash in his eyes, like he could do something that I couldn't understand. I'm not holding a weapon right now. So when my right index finger twitches, nothing happens. Can anybody come up and just grab Sean? Kind of seeing. Hey. Hey. hey get off me. It's all right. It's all right. Come on, honey. Why don't you come with me? Ah, uh, uh, sorry, kid. Look at the kid. Mm -hmm. Right, go with Dr. G. You know, you'll be all right. I'm gonna let him just go back. Take two points of brain. But with that five, the child looks at you. in the corner, all right? They got four screws in them. You find something like a penny. It fits in the slot. You unscrew all of them. You crawl inside. You can't. They're gonna sweep every single room. You understand? He drops the bear. Are you saving the world or are you hurting it? What'd you say? Are you saving the world or are you hurting it? I think you're saving the world, but I think you think you're hurting it. Fuck Addy. Come on, come on, Sean, come on. Mr. Suarez? Uh, the child walks forward, keeping eyes on you the whole way. Finally, it's right. place. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm, I, I, uh, leave, I leave, I leave the chapter house. Okay. I'm out of here. We see you walk out the front door. <sighs> Land on the floor of you. Uh, you have rifled through the paperwork here. Um, there are names of people that are part of the Hollow Harbor chapter house, but that doesn't seem to be where uh, these individuals would be. Allison is not in there. Um, uh, uh, there is not a, there's not a remnant of, um, sorry, forgetting the name, the guy. Uh, uh, Antonio? Not Antonio, because he wasn't in the circle, but oh, oh. Um, it would have been uh, Joshua Fisher, I think was the name that was the other man who was killed. Um, I don't think we even mentioned his name, but oh, Joshua Fisher, yeah. yeah, would have been the one. Um, you don't see either of their names here, uh, so they were clearly in a chapter house that was not Hallow Harbor. I, um, while I made sure the child is kept occupied in another room, mm -hmm. I want to go back to uh, Mr. Kingsley mm -hmm. and try to ascertain the extent of his bleed and also um, 
if he can tell me anything about the nature of what, what how did this creature overtake him? Yeah, um, he looks at you, uh, eyes wide. I'm not gonna make it, Doctor. Mr. Kingsley. Just. What did you use on me? That's not important. What did you put in me? A juvent. You know what it is. That's Eon's deck. It was developed by Eons to mitigate bleed in humans. He looks down at his arm, which is glowing blue, green, purple, blue, green. But it's only temporary. It won't last long. You will need more of it to survive. But may I ask if I may, what does it feel like? Be a juvenile. Seawater. It washes in and out. I can hear my blood moving. In and out. You have to help them. Help who? Duncan and Farah and Allison. Duncan. Farah? Farah. Farah. Where can we find them? Do you know? Gods. As he says that, you see his tongue starts crawling out of his mouth. Oh, oh my. No. It goes God. down his neck and then falls onto the floor. He can't speak, but he's trying to reach out for something to help you, to help communicate. I hand him uh, a, pe a pencil uh -huh. and a piece of parchment. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, he takes those in his hand and, and as, as carefully as he can, uh, though his hands are shaking, he writes silver, soul, and then it, it slips. <laughs> is this? Is this the other chapter house? Is this what yeah, he's trying to tell us? Where they would be at. And then, and then brings the pencil back up, and writes the the numbers of the address and the beginning of the street. He has to focus to do this, but he gives you where to go before the pencil snaps in his hand and his fingers start growing, engorging. Uh, the strength of his hand grows without him knowing. He puts that hand down onto the chair that he's sitting on. The, the, the chair snaps <gasps> underneath him. Uh, he's now laying uh, sideways on the chair. He puts his hand down on the ground and it goes through the floor. Oh, as yeah. happens. What do you all want to do? I'm, I'm getting nervous. We have to... Contain, we cannot let him die. I know he's given us information, we need to move forward, but we, we I cannot let him die. Jenna, you can't save everyone and that's not, that's not your fault. You're not doing harm by letting him go. If anything, you may be doing more harm trying to keep him alive. Please. That shot you gave him. Does it do anything to take the pain away? I don't know. It seems to help mitigate certain symptoms, but I, I, I have not seen symptoms the like of Mr. Kingsley. And, and the amount I gave him, it, it seems to be wearing off. As you look up, 
At B, you see over her shoulder, Avery, Troy, standing. You don't see anything behind you. Jenna. Focus. Avery's standing in the corner of the room, staring at you. Jenna, whatever you see, it's not real. You have to focus in this moment. He lives. I will not let him die. Jenna. I turn away from MTB and I look back at Mr. Kingsley and um, consider options to help contain the bleed. I'm gonna go up to Kingsley mm -hmm. and uh, if, if you're not gonna let him go, then at least not let him suffer. And she's going to reach into her little medicine pouch mm -hmm. that she has hanging off and she pulls out a little capsule and she's going to break it under his nose and it's a capsule filled with scarlet mm. in like a breathable powder mm. form. Uh, so she uses it almost like a smelling salt mm. to at least try and mitigate uh, some of the pain. I'm gonna have you make a sway roll <clears throat> to keep him calm with this. The effect will be greater because you're using uh, a, an object to do that. Five. Uh, here's what happens. You break that under his nose. His head starts up at you. His hand grabs your hand. It's all right, sweet boy. His hand that just broke through the floor grabs your hand. And he pulls you towards him and your <clears throat> wrist pops. You want to take a point of body for him. But, but he lets go, realizing what's happening, not knowing his own strength. His eyes just... start to swirl as they do when the hallucinogenic um, non-combatant, my pain spurs others into action. If I haven't hurt anyone yet, which I haven't, when I take a mark, each of my allies in the scene can recover one drive point of their choice. Oh. So I think every, you're not here. Would, uh, I, I not ran out of the yeah, chapter house, but it would be the three of you. Uh, you watch here. as B gets hurt. Yeah, I mean, how far oh. away am I? Because I went back up to look to where the, the, the artifacts were. You am I still hear, nearby? You hear okay. her like yelp as, as this happens. You're still here. So but I just, I kind of, I yep. steady everyone off. Kid. He's watching something floating by. Kid, what you need out of him? I've got to go check on Sean. And I will B turns later. in. I'll take a look I'm at that wrist. Fine. And B turns and goes look for Sean. Great. We see you exit the chapter house. We stay on you here as the streets sit silent. There's a crushed carriage outside that was left over from when the creature fell out of the window. But besides that, everything here is pretty quiet in Hallow Harbor. You hear the dinging of the uh, of the ships. What do you want to do, Sean? Quick scan. Um, I'm happy to leave it up to the dice, or if it makes more sense for me to... Let's roll survey. All right. And I'll, I'll roll... Street smarts. If you want to roll hide. Yeah, I'll roll hide. And we'll uh, we'll say Ty will go to the, the initiator. That's a four. That's a four. Five on my gilded dime. Where does B find you? Um... I'm outside the chapter house. I was prepared to charge off into the night, but the shattered carriage has reminded me that there's something a little bit more pressing and important going on. I think I'm smoking, and I'm moving a baseball 
around in my hand and I'm counting the stitches because it's a Mobius loop. It's just one line of stitches. I'm counting it kind of like a rosary. Take me out to the ball game. Do you remember that time? Shortly after we lost your dad, me and your mother. It's like you and... I think, I think Tony, I don't think Jimmy was with us from what my shaky memory can recall. Jimmy was sick. He was sick, that's right. <laughs> we took you to the game. I don't think you boys had ever seen a, seen a building so big the stadium in that ball field. Thank you. Your mother saved up for months to take you all to that ball game. And I think even still we had to borrow a little bit of cash from the neighbors. When they launched those fireworks, after that home run, <laughs> never forget that flash of rainbow colors on your alls face. And she just stared in awe. Purple, green, red, golden yellows. Gotta cherish those. Those rare moments of happiness. Can't forget them, you know? Those moments are also who you are, Sean. Not just the bad ones. If I recall, you uh, had a little bit of allowance that you saved up. And being just the sweetheart that you are, you use that buy a baseball cap for your brother. He was homesick. He was looking forward to the game. He was. I just thought if he had a baseball cap, it'd be like he was there. You're a good man, Sean. You can't say that to me. You're a good boy. And I watched you grow. You can't. Into a good man. You have no idea what you're talking about. Are we good? You and me? We're good people? There's a kid inside right now. Heads all screwed up saying strange shit to people. LT's got his spine fucking grabbed by some ghost thing. Doc's got some kind of syringe full of Eon shit that's in a Candela place. Nothing makes any fucking sense. Draven's dead. He was alive when I saw him. I'd be amazed if he still is. And Marion has got something growing on his chest like 
How much longer am I gonna have even him around? So you're talking to me. I just wish people would stop telling me they fucking understand. Everyone wants to take care of me. I don't know if it's obvious enough to you, B. I'm doing a lot of the taking care of around here. The last thing I need is anyone to come fucking take care of me. We're gonna get Ma out of Grey Slate. We're gonna kill whatever this thing is running around. We're gonna put its head on the desk of whoever Draven's direct report is, and then I'm done. So let's just go take care of business and stop asking me how I'm doing. I think that'd be good for you. For you to be dumb. And no, Sean. None of it makes sense. We don't have to pretend like it does. None of it makes sense as to why I lost my husband. To why you lost your brothers. To why both of us are homeless. To why life has repeatedly chosen to enact its horrors upon us. But it's in these moments that define who we are as people. So, I won't ask you how you're doing again. But this is the last time that I will ask for you to pull your fucking shit together. So we can go and save the fucking world. And then, you should turn in your pit. When you're feeling better and you finish that cigarette, I'll see you inside. And I walk inside. We sit on you for just a moment. We hear the waves lapping against the shore. You see the glass sea before you. On the other side of that ocean, the place your life changed forever. And we return to all of you. What are we doing here? Can I race downstairs and I see Mr. Kingsley looking even worse? I'll go over and grab the bottle of bourbon, <laughs> keep it close. Is there any sort of a, a, a call sheet for Candela? Anything that would allow us to communicate chapter house to chapter house or give listings of other areas in New Fair that we could go to, knowing that the, there's no file on the other two members of Allison's circle? What you know is you have the address. You have an address. Of where Silver Slip chapter house would be. That's what we have there. You were searching for... I'm looking for anything, any any kind of artifacts that, that I'm, I'm completely... Maybe I hear in the distance an outburst happen, but rather than letting that pull me out into what's happening there, I'm trying to focus on finding something here. I'm trying to uh, uh, sense any kind of magical objects. Yeah, uh, this place looks raided for most of the things that would be of use here, but you you rolled, uh, did you roll survey for that? Uh, I did not. Okay, I'm I'll make a survey roll. It. Oh, try and sense it, yeah. love that. Okay, yeah, go ahead and make a sense roll for me. Knowing the expectations here that like anything incredibly powerful 
is already has already been dated. Yeah. I'm just hoping to find something. The telegraph just started, right? We have, yeah. we don't have tele- do we have telephones? They're rare. So so telephones are very rare. Um, right. Here, uh, I would say that you could have telegraph, um, but it would be uh, it, slow. It would be well. Electricity was just yeah, is just being yeah, yeah. So like it is not going to be from one house to another. It's going to be like from the railway station yeah. to Main the other railway place. station, right? Five. That's a five. Um, so uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, this place is pretty picked over, but I will give you um, an additional ward for your uh, circle sheet. Okay. Um, what you can do is mark that as part of your gear, and that will soak one bleed. Oh. Um, so just put it on your car- put it on your um, on your circle gear down there. So it could be on any of us when we declare the use. Anybody, yeah, anybody declares the use and marks the little box that is empty um, next to there. And what is this? The- what? it's a bead soak. It's like a ward. It's a it's a oh, ward. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. this place is pretty raided, okay. but uh, but he was searching for Louis was searching for, um, or rather, uh, Marion was searching for anything here that might be of use to you all in gearing up. Is it just one ward? Just one that yep. is in the circle gear, but if anybody wants to use it, they can take it, Great. then nobody else can take it. Great. Yeah. Um, so that's what you have. You have the address. You also have the name Duncan of the Duncan and Farah were what Mr. Kingsley said were the members of, of, of the circle. Does that, do you know these I I, I don't, um, but he gave you an address and he mentioned the Silver Slip? In Silver Slip, yes. It's I, I, I had an office there, I know. It, it's not far. We should go, but Doctor, I'm sure you've thought of this. We can't leave him here. I'd like to focus my attention once more on mm-hmm. Mr. Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do to at least keep him in a contained state so he's not hurting himself or others other than the, the hallucinogen that be administered? Uh, looking around, the only thing that you might think of that would help him um, would be very dangerous, It'd be very risky. Um, you have an androphage. He seems to be in pain. Oh, God. This is something you could feed. do if you wanted to take pain away from him for a little bit. You'd have to be very careful to not let it burrow. Mm. Uh, this would be a medical procedure. You'd be using experimental tech to do that. Mm. But, Besides that, there doesn't appear to be much here that would be of use to that particular uh, goal. Do I have any sense of um, how much time is left? I know we were given an hour, approximately an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know that he is looking worse for wear. It it hasn't probably been an hour, it's probably maybe like 20 minutes or so since you got that, um, since you got that judgment of time. Um, You know he probably has an hour, 40 minutes. If we leave here, he won't survive. Doctor, I, I don't mean to tell you your business, and I know you want to care for Mr. Kingsley, and that speaks to your character, but I can only assume that you've been in hospital wards where sickness can run rampant. If we can't help him, perhaps we should be thinking about containment. Containment. I hold up the bottle of Burton and take my Zippo lighter out of my pocket. Fine euphemism, that containment. That can't be my call to make. No. No, it can't. I believe Mr. Finity is outside if you care to join him. Come with me, I'll take you out. Come on, come on. 
young Mr. Suarez, should we bring him with us? Yes. We should. <sighs> okay. Come on. Go to fetch him from the room he's been sequestering and leave with Marion outside. Keep him away from Sean. All right. Kid. You got this, yeah? I do. Thank you, Marion. He's still awake. I right? owe you one. Kingsley? Kingsley. He's hallucinating, no? Yeah. It's a little. Yeah, watching. He's been through hallucinations, though. We should. We should at least. Put him to sleep before we light him on fire. I'm open to suggestions. <sighs> Fucking B goes over. He's had to do this before. She sits down, she puts his head on his lap. You get older, you're getting close. It's all right. Okay. She takes her apron. And she's just gonna try not to touch him with her bare hands. Mm -hmm. She's just gonna cradle his head. She's gonna give him a knowing nod. Mom. Mom. You'll see her very soon, sweet boy. And she's just going to take, clasp her hand, one hand over his mouth, and then the other over his nose, and just press real hard. Make a control roll for me. This is not to see whether it works. It's to see uh, how well you hold on to yourself while this happens. Four. Wow. On a gilded. On a gilded, so I do He struggles. Underneath your hands. <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> Lightly hums, rocks back and forth. <laughs> it's all right. Shh. And then quiet. Mark two brain for me. As you watch a man go lifeless in your arms. There's a flash of uh, feeling. Um, Aunt B, it, it's slow, but feeling her kind of take a hit. And on impulse, I try to reach out, and then it, it just fizzles out. And I'm out of, of steam. Are you, um, are you in the room? I was on my way out. I kind of... I say then the two of you can re regain a drive from my non-combatant. Yep. Agreed. And then, um... I try not to look at him. I'll see you outside. You hear the sound of flames. Through the cracked stained glass window above. All of you on the street, soon joined by Nathaniel. We should be quick about this. I am 
holding Lucas in my arms, my hand on his head, I reach in to my pocket and hand you the slip with the parchment that Mr. Kingsley wrote upon the chapter house in Silver Slip. Hail a carriage or take our own and start to head towards the chapter house in Silver Slip. We cut to the inside of a carriage with the five of you. As we ride in silence. We see the exterior of the Silver Slip chapter house. Silver Slip is the district in which most of the government buildings are contained is opulent. The chapter house is opulent. A large stone door is framed by a building that looks as though it was constructed to appear like it was from the times of old fair. But it's clearly new. The door's ajar. Not what we wanted to see. I've had a thought. This thing mimics other people. We should have a, a code, a, a term, a word, something so that you know who you are talking to, even amongst ourselves. Mm. Smart. Petunia, perhaps? The name of my, my flower. Starry Sky Petunia? We'd have to be on edge, even with each other. Let's go. This kid is with us. Oh, yeah, of course. Lucas is with us. Lucas is right. He's on my own. You could have sent him somewhere. That carriage that dropped yeah. us off. You can send him somewhere? It's not I too don't late. want him here. I don't want him here. You could have sent him away. Yeah. You have, you have a family house, right? I do. We can send him to the east. Are there any Candela members outside the chapter house? It's completely barren. Oh, right, I, I can take him back to that house. Join you all shortly. Right, for right now, is it all right for him just to stay with you until we can get him to Nathaniel's house? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, uh, door, the door is slightly open, so I'm just gonna shrug, get, get the shotgun out, yeah. and walk in. What mm -hmm. happens? Uh, on the way here, I would have done a ritual. Okay. Uh, I, you see my eyes roll back, and the kind of veins blow a little bit as I take a bleed mark, but I get back of resistance, intuition, resistance. I think I would have also done a patch up on somebody who mm, needs it before yeah. we go into this next. For sure. Thing. Who would you like to have patched um, up? You have two bodies. I have two body. And Nathaniel, you have how many? <laughs> body. His spine is exposed. <laughs> Actually, a body, brain, and bleed. One. One each, and then be your wrist. Just one, but I don't I should tend to Marion. Okay, so I'm going to make a focus roll. I'm going to burn a drive of resistance. It's gilded too, so one of those are gilded. I need Thank you. Or the, the police force here. The periphery. The periphery. Periphery of the police oh. force. It's a five on the gilded. Five on the gilded, so you'll spend two intuition to do that. Only one because oh, of Oh, because well of your well-read. Get one intuition oh, yeah. back. Uh, great. So one body goes away, one body mark on I got one, 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 one. Is that, well, remind me what that says again. Yes, so well read, 
your well-read and retained knowledge better than most, when you use intuition while making a focus roll, if you fail the roll, oh, whoops, wait a second. If I okay, that's what I was asking. Earn yeah. back any intuition you earn. So okay. you can spend as much as you want. If you fail, you get them back. But if you succeed, if I succeed, you don't get them back. so I've burned two, Great. and you have one less body. Model. Thank you. I'm walking in right behind you. Before we enter, I will remove the officer's pistol, mm. and I will go to a darker place, mm. and I would like to burn Great. lead to switch. Great. Uh, you'll burn brain. brain. You'll you'll brain. mark brain to be able to switch into. Uh, switch into your other character sheet. What? <laughs> Have we seen this happen? No. What does it look like when you transition? The pistol represents quite a few things. The hammer comes back, and I fan through the revolver, counting the bullets. I spin it, slick it back into uh, the holster, and I begin to chew on my lip. You see a physical change in the lieutenant as he approaches. I walk up to him as I see this change, and I look at you and I say, what's the flower? Petunia. Any particular kind of petunia? Stars all over it. That's close enough. <laughs> uh, so, just so you know, you'll keep your marks. You'll keep your um, you'll keep your uh, the amount of drive that you spent, but you will be able to use your uh, role and abilities. Um, uh, your sorry, your role and specialty abilities yeah. and your new uh, action ratings from the character sheet. Uh, just to be transparent with everybody, you're switching from journalist to detective. Journalist to detective. Great. You all proceed forward, uh, except for you. You're staying I in the carriage? I am babysitting. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're babysitting. Are you staying in the carriage or are you taking the carriage back to the I want to, let's let's not waste time. Let's be efficient. I'm okay. going to go to the trap residence to drop off the Great. Okay. We see you're going to come back here and meet yes. us? shortly. Yes. Do we know, like, how, how far away is that, like, from where we are? All right. The E's from, from Silver Slip. So the E's from Silver Slip are not that far. It's a district awesome. or two away. It's, yeah. yeah, so it's not it's not that. In fact, we can see you, ha you have the district maps here, so if you want to look. Um, the eaves are, sorry, Silver Slip is number four, and the eaves are six. number six. Okay. Okay. Just across the river and back. Right across the river. I'll also right. take out my uh, my little notepad that I have from the Civil Tribune and write a small note to give along oh, with amazing. Lucas, and it'll say, Father, take care of this one as if he was one of your own, if that's something you know how to do. <gasps> Signed, in T. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. You into your coat pocket. The boy looks at you as the door shuts. Um, you see in his face, you see in, in, the, in the carriage door as it closes your own face um, reflected back at you. Uh, and as you watch the carriage go, the memory of the boy's face uh, looks, he looks so much like Allison. But you're staring into nothing. And we return to all of you. What are we doing? We'll uh, stack up, actually, on Finity. I'll tap okay. his shoulder. Look okay. behind as we roll I'm, in. I'm right behind. Uh, I'm third. Mm -hmm. Auntie B, uh, count to 10. 
Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can sense something. I want to know if it's right, if something's right behind, like right through the doorway upstairs. I'm gonna try to ping any paranormal. Do your thing. Shit in here. Sounds good. I'm not gonna waste time though. Ten. <laughs> nine. <laughs> six. It's a six. <laughs> you feel like wind on your skin, uh-huh. bleed pouring from within. What you sense here is very similar to what you sense, uh, to what you sensed previously in the lighthouse. Four. Okay. There's some sort of rupture in here. Three. There's a, there's a rift in here. Two. And the doctor who sewed it up before is the one that we just sent away. One. Uh, I'm gonna look and say, all right, looks like the surgery will have to remain open until the doctor returns. I'm gonna nudge the door open and start to cover the rooms and sweep. Yeah. As you, as the door flies open, the counting stops. We get one, boom, the door mm-hmm. flies open. Light pours in from the street outside. We see you silhouetted holding the gun. The inside looks as though it's been ransacked. All the oil lamps have been uh, broken. The mirrors on the walls here, uh, the, 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 the mirrors that would hang up to the left and right of the, uh, of the entranceway have been shattered, glass pieces all over the floor. And from within you hear a pulsing. What do you want to do? As we break through the door, we would know, we would signal to each other. He would take near side, I would take far side corner and sweep in towards the middle of the room, cataloging all of that, clearing the fatal funnel of the door, and then we would move in edgewise. He is going to fall into um, old habits of hiding from the periphery, and she's going to like kind of literally, like, basically turn and crouch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hide. Yeah. Okay. That sounds and good. Just like kind of watch and wait till the boys clear the room. You're good to hide. Uh, there is no danger in the immediate, so there's no roll to be made. You duck around mm-hmm. the corner there. What I will say is, entering here, this chapter house is set up like other chapter houses. It's very clear that there is a back, like area behind, like there's like the entranceway here, and then there is a set of stairs that go up, and then, uh, you know, that probably leads you to the archives where the names of, uh, where the folders, the files uh, for these people would probably be. But as you move forward here, you uh, hear a scurrying from from above you, from the floor above you. Something is up there. You feel the ceiling. We move. Uh, great, moving in further, you, uh, what we see here is a plethora of creatures that are stalking uh, on the walls towards you. Plethora? A plethora of them. That's great. Uh, That's great. There's a number of them here. What I'm going to say is, you all know how to clear a room. We're gonna make a roll here to see how that goes. Okay. That one roll is going to uh, be the whole sequence here of you all getting upstairs. So we will make that roll and we will decide how that goes. Somebody's gonna lead it. Anybody can spend drive to be able to help with that. I'm gonna say, as soon as that door was cracked, as soon as we got into that carriage, we saw this coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Add, a, add a die, because we planned for this shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I would also like to call over from the trap residence, maybe a gilded die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, no, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the top gilded die just <laughs> earns back drive. Gil, but gilded die also do that. Is that add? That adds. It adds a die. Okay. So normally gilded die don't. Those are particular. If you look at what the ability on the circle sheet says, it says that they add plus one d to the roll and they are gilded. Gotcha. I can. T- uh, 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 I because we have that saw this coming. I actually am already rolling with six dice. Killer. Great. Cool. Yeah. Groovy. We keep. That. So we yeah we will that, that. I'm sure there will be more rolls coming up. Uh, that is a five. A five. And that refreshes the drive I, I used. I see it. So, uh, describe for me the, uh, the absolute, um, uh, practiced method by which the three of you enter and clear this place. We are now back in lieutenant mode. We're back in military mode. What does that look like as you do this? We would stack up on the door, slowly push it open, and we do what we call slicing the pie, moving slowly around the edge of the door so that you can clock as much of your enemy in the room in front of you without giving too much of your position away. And when we were ready, we disappear. It's just cold, hard math, machinery at that point. We know to move, we can hear each other breathe, we can see each other's demeanor shift, and we would move in, covering our sections of the room and begin to sweep and move outward in and finish the job. And so that they're able to concentrate on taking down the enemy that's in the front, my eyes are on the ones that we just pass and anyone that wiggles around a little bit, I take the retractable baton that I have and I finish them off. So I'm taking the end and making sure that my eyes aren't as forward as theirs are. They're in the immediacy uh, right around us as we're passing and also behind us, making sure that none of them pop back up that they've already hit. We land on you here as you're firing off. Uh, you see these creatures, these uh, horrors in front of you. Um, and we watch as the light dances on your face. What is it like for you being back in this moment with the two of them? I have Marion in my arms, who's been injured. And I'm running through trenches trying to get back to the lieutenant. It's a total route. The lines fall into either side of us. And we can, like, I'm running and can see enemy soldiers running the same direction as me ahead of me. It's total fear. And then I just start hearing bump, 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 bump. And I start to, uh, I'm, I'm gone, I'm fully gone. And uh, LT's words are the only thing I can hear. And it's uh, in the moment that I'm listening to Nathaniel's commands, I get to die. I get to not be myself. I get to just be someone who's doing what he's told and I don't have to think about what I'm doing and it's the first rest I've had in a long time. We see these creatures peeling off of the walls, uh, the wallpaper erupting in shots. There's some crawling on the ceiling. They scream at you and then their mouth gets filled with bullets. They drop in front of you. You all push through to the staircase. You're climbing up the staircase, shooting, covering every angle until In front of you, you see a door. Around its uh, edges is like a a gilded design, gold design. 
The door is wide open. Oh, God damn it! And before you, you see what you would imagine to be an entrance to the fourth pharaohs. But this one has been corrupted. You see the flare ripple before you. You know, from having seen the one in the lighthouse, what it goes to. Something got here first. Something changed. How deep this rift goes. You're staring into a portal. Into the beyond. And as you are, more creatures crawling out of it. Shuddering forward, getting shot as you're there, but you know that they are going to continue to pour out of here. You know that you're going to be overwhelmed soon because you are now at the place where they spawn. Mm. What do you all want to do? What do we have a rough idea of? The ETA of our doctor? Yes. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a, go and make a, uh, mm, this would be a control roll because it's navigate um, to get, to see how quickly you're able to get back here. On a six, you'll be back shortly. Yeah, on a four or five, it's gonna be a little longer. And All to be right. clear, this rift, fourth pharaohs are very rare. This rift is like the one that we saw in the previous lighthouse tear. This is not a rift to the fourth pharaohs. Correct. It, it looks as though it's positioned to be one, but that something came in and tore through it deeper. It's a five. That's a five. Uh, we cut to you. Um, how are you getting this carriage here uh, uh, as fast as you can? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see <laughs> horses. Uh, we see horses galloping across hey, the bridge. Yeah. We I didn't see. You kick the guy off. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. The guy's next to you, like. Uh, no, we see. We see the. Uh, we see the the hand of a boy um, holding a teddy bear. Uh, reaching up to grab a larger hand, as we pull out from there, we see uh, the uh, like a, a large older man, um, uh, a tall older man, standing in the doorway of a, a beautiful mansion. Here, describe for us what your father looks like in this moment. Uh, Christopher Francis Trapp uh, is a very, very tall, very proud man, gaunt face. Silvery beard comes down to a point, long, extravagant mustache that's been finely waxed and curled up at the ends. A widow's peak that draws his hair straight back behind his, his ears and thinning up top. Bushy, bushy eyebrows and tremendously large hands. Hard working, labored hands. He wears the finest finery, even at home. Almost almost a coat that resembles tails, pleated vest, and a, and a uh, ascot of purple velvet. We see him flip open the note that you passed and read it. He looks up, scowls, and looks down at the child. We watch him move inside. 
as we cut to you, just booking it across. I am very sorry to do this. I remove my glove and I touch my flame fingers to the horse's <laughs> flank in an effort to get it to the we see, we see the carriage weaving in and out wow. of other um, of, of <laughs> primitive automobiles this and other there. carriages. Uh, yeah, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Yeah. Tokyo Drift uh, across the bridge uh, that that um, is up above the Centaurian River. Uh, we see you on your way across there. Um, we cut back to all of you. Oh man, what do you all want to do? Um, I'm going to. How big is the rift in front of us? It fits in a doorway, right? Uh, so the so the doorway itself is into a room where the entrance to the fourth pharos would be. It's about two stories tall. This rift is two stories tall. Yes, it is. Once you enter that space, it is like a this area within is like an extra dimensional kind of space. So it's enormous. Gotcha. Um, uh, okay. Um, looking at this massive. Rift. Does it look like the rift? If I'm looking at it, yeah. does it look like the rift anchors at any point to the material of the architecture? Mm. Like, does it does it look like there's any point at which, like, hey, because it's it's replacing this fourth Pharaohs thing, and that fourth Pharaohs thing was built by Candel Obscura members. That, in other words, it's not floating here in. A, an abstract location that right. happens to be in a house, but it's actually anchored to something physical. I love that. Make a survey roll for me. A survey or sense. Okay, we're roll. gonna do survey. Okay. And I think I'm gonna go ahead and burn my last drive here. Okay. Oh, damn. Uh, uh, my last intuition drive. Okay. Mm. Uh, oh, that's a six. That's nice. a six. Great. Uh, so you <laughs> see that there is a. Um, it doesn't appear as though there is a, an anchor uh, for the for the rift. But what you do see is that um, uh, just beyond where the rift is, yeah. uh, there is one of these. Cool. Like what you saw in well, the lighthouse. And, and, and is it active? It is actively turning, um, and it is uh, it is what is um, essentially creating like the. Uh, it is allowing. It was modified, broken, changed to be able to to be able to let something through. And is it through the rift or on the other side of the rift? So you see it as though it's like behind it, yeah. But in it, at Got the same it. time, do you know what I mean? Like it's extra dimensional space. But what you know mm -hmm. is that the way in which one of these spins, mm -hmm. um, it's not moving naturally anymore. It's Got been it. like it's been like reversed and like the gears are turning strangely and it is like corrupted, it's covered in bleed, it's covered in ichor. Great. Um, this has been corrupted in some way to open up a rift somewhere else. Um, as we're like, this wave is like coming at mm -hmm. us and we can tell that there's no, like, we all, I, I'm, I'm reaching into a belt where like ammunition is like lessening rapidly. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, Help Doc's on her way, light a stick of TNT and throw it through the oh rift into, uh, at the base of the fucking asteroid. I love yeah. that you just like raided the armory before you left. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave home without it! <laughs> <laughs> Grenades, TNT. Uh, so, uh, you're throwing it at the ba base of the astrolabe? Yeah. Still waiting for Claymore and the butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to be clear that the astrolabe is what controls <laughs> the flow in and out. If there is not one, okay. then it ten, Then what happens with rifts is they do what essentially what happened in the lighthouse. Okay. Uh, 
where, where it's just like, it, yeah, it is it is open and like completely gotcha. free so for not, all. So, okay, I misunderstood. So it's not that destroying it would destroying stop it, this. Yeah, I want to be clear about the expectations here before you make that move we because you would running. know this. You would want to get it to do what it's supposed to do. Okay. Or you'd want to at least like, Stitch it up in some way, like you did with the with the other one. But blowing it up here, as much as yeah. we would love to blow it up, you are aware as you're as you're going to grab that. You look up and and remember the training that you did get that tells you these hold these things closed or or control the way in which moving through them operates. Is this like it's moving in the wrong direction? It, it's moving backwards and it's also like Great. glitching and like uh, it looks as though the wheels are turning. Um, uh, like it would be like if it was here and then suddenly down to there and it's then suddenly over there. Because you're, you're stacked, I'm, I'm going to look and say, "Hold the line, however you can," and I'm going to run over and use uh, this detective's uh, ability to scout. Oh. Which is, if I have the time to observe a location, I can spend one intuition to ask a question, something like, mm. "What do I notice here that others do not? Mm. Or what might be of use to us?" Great, great. That sounds good. So go ahead and spend an intuition. Okay, great. Uh, you're seeing things pouring, uh, these creatures pouring out of this rift, uh, uh, tearing towards you, you're holding them off. Uh, what do you want to know here? Uh, I want to look at the, the astrolabe mm -hmm. and from the one that we've seen last yeah. time. If there is a gear that's moving the wrong way or catching, mm -hmm. can I analyze it and just try and figure out what needs to be moved, flipped, put back, wiped, anything, and just analyze it and figure out where the the misfire of it all might yeah, be? Yeah, so what you see uh, is that the the actual, like, this, base piece here, the like big, um, the one that's cracked, mm -hmm. is um, is uh, glitching out in many different directions. It looks as though it should be moving, it should be moving the opposite way um, that, than it currently is from what you saw the last time. And also it's like, uh, the, the added information that you'll get here is that it looks as though that piece is what is causing the major infrastructure damage. Almost like it's come off the gear or track. Yes, exactly. Well, and but it's doing it in a way that does not seem mundane. It's doing it in a way that seems like it was touched by bleed, mm. and it is literally glitching in that it is appearing here at one at one time and then glitching oh. out this way and glitching out that way. Okay. It looks as though it's like phasing in and out of existence. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want to be clear with how this looks. Oh, it's weird. I got something. Cool. How oh, you? I'm, I'm assuming that this information is passing between us as we're observing this. Yeah, I'm calling yeah. it out. Okay, so, uh, cover me as best as you all can. Um, I'm gonna put my attention on that, because okay. if it isn't mundane, then it's magical in nature. Yes. And as far as I know, I'm an empty vessel. And if bleed is happening to that and it's getting in the way, then I'm gonna open myself up to it and I will take that shit mm. into me and absorb it. So I'm gonna just sort of like, I've been using my, like a, a different way of seeing things to interpret the other layer of the world that's not just this mundane world and now I'm gonna actually reach into it and interact with it, mm -hmm. hands on, somehow. Uh, go ahead and make a sense roll for me as you do this. What I will say before you do this, if you are attempting to take this bleed into yourself, the expectations of the roll are that you will be uh, hurt very badly. I will immediately give you a bleed scar for this. The stakes are high. The stakes are high. And we're can, in trouble. I can see Marion contemplating this, and I will say, I know that you are special. We've known this for a while. 
And while it may be better to be a warrior in a garden rather than a gardener in a war, without gardeners, none of the flowers will grow. Use your gifts, and I will have your back. I just give you a nod. Uh, okay. Uh, all three. Um, I'm gonna save one. You guys might need it. I'm gonna, um... As this is happening, there are, uh, there's a continuous wave after wave of these creatures uh, that are coming towards you. They are starting to push you back a little bit um, because of the overwhelming amount that are coming out. Uh, you start to hear sounds behind you of ones that have gotten by your bullets that are dropping. Uh, we're seeing you having to shoot and hold them off as you approach this thing. Um, attempting to connect with it, attempting to take on as a vessel the bleed that it is pouring out. Two sixes, I'm um, two guilty. Come on! Incredible. Come on! Holy shit. Hey. Kick back, two drive. Come on, dude. Wow. <laughs> well done, well done, sir. <clears throat> and immediately take a bleed scar. Okay. Um, fuck. All right. Um, what does it look like here as you succeed? I start stepping forward to it, and I see I'm stuck in my mind. I, the last thing I say to you uh, uh, as I step forward is, uh, mm, I owed you one uh, from last time. Um, as if it's second nature, Marion steps forward right to the edge of that rift, and I start to see uh, uh, these things around me, these creatures that are crawling through a drop as my friends are here, covering me, taking them down as they start to lunge at me and then pop, they're dead on the floor next to me. None of that is even noticeable. I look at this thing on the other side of a, this world through this rift and I feel something pull me. Something that I feel like must have been tugging at me for a long time. You see a thread coming out from your chest, moving into the rift itself. You feel the pluck, pluck, like somebody's plucking the strings of a harp. I grab it. Uh -huh. And I let this thread start to dance around my fingers. It crawls up your arm, circles up onto your shoulder, wraps around your chest, dives into your scar. fills your veins. You watch it crawl underneath your skin. I start to remember back seven years old, this thing getting pulled out of me and me reaching for it and trying to pull it back in my soul. As you do, you see the beginnings of a rift in front of you, a thinning in that garden. Just the finger, the tear in the fabric of reality. And I'm pulling it and pulling it and pulling it, trying to keep it inside of me, just, not wanting to let go. Just like the rip that went down your back, just like the rip that went down Antonio's stomach. I start to see flashes in my head of all of my friends, other moments of them that haven't happened yet, mm -hmm. the claws on them, ripping them apart. And then, in that moment, that childlike wonder 
and fear from when you were seven years old, grasping the thread of life being pulled from you. You see through that tiny rift in reality. An eye with a strand of black, stringy hair and a finger scraping along the thread. I snap back to what's happening right now. Yep. The string is dancing around my fingers, mm-hmm. holding it. And this time, I reach up, reach out towards the rift that's right in front of me. If you want this, fine. Speaking to the thread, mm-hmm. show me where you want to take me. You feel yourself being pulled into the rift. All of you see uh, uh, see Marion here being pulled as if by like uh, a, a rope uh, behind a boat, right? Like being literally yanked into the rift in front of you. What, what I do instinctually just grab the Same. back of his, yeah. Great, uh, I'm gonna have um, uh, whoever wants to make the roll, somebody else can help, but this would be a move roll to get there uh, first. Cool. You have taken that bleed scar. What I will say is this is a life or death moment. For Marion. Where's that last gilded? Yeah, right there's there. that yeah. gilded. Okay, build an additional focusing on that piece that's not working. Yep. I'm trying to manipulate yes, it and get it to work and get it to I go in the direction it's supposed to go. I think yep. how, how many do you have? I have four right now. I have one more cell that's coming. There's another one, and I'll, I'll throw a drive on there too. Um, okay. Move roll? Move roll. Double sixes. Double sixes. Hey, That's critical success. Tell me, how do you keep him from going through this rift? The two of you, or any of you who helped. What's this look like? Uh, t- totally instinctual. Me and Nathaniel are moving in unison. I see, and because you're stacked up on me, I know. I like turn to like, give you the base of my fucking uh-huh. suspenders, like you know, just uh, um, uh, and grab him, and uh, I grab his legs, and I think so, uh, I was so angry at Annie B earlier, and she's just giving me this die from this dice from I saw this coming, and I grab around Marion's legs, mm-hmm. and for a moment. I just remember holding Marion's legs uh, to to help him climb up on a roof when we were kids, and he was with me and my two brothers. And whatever kind of monster I am, I just I am holding on, and I'm burying my face into like his calves on his legs as he's like being pulled away, just going like I cannot lose another brother. Marion and Marion and Andy B have talked a lot about his condition. And he's yeah. confided in me. Yeah. And I just from from the back, almost like telepathically mm-hmm. from our connection, I just go, "You belong here, Marion." The, the pull in there is so strong. You feel yourself being pulled, and then. You drop, and the rift. I'm immediately just grabbing the suspenders of, of Sean, which is attached to Marion, and I'm just backward driving, driving, driving. As you're, as you're pulling him back, the astrolabe, 
and falls apart, explodes. I, uh, Amy B immediately like runs and throws open the door, looking for the carriage, looking for the doctor. Uh huh. As that happens, the carriage is riding up outside. What do you want to do here? Uh, I uh, there's a light emanating the explosion. Yeah, or? there is. There's an explosion of of magic from uh, from the top floor here that you see as you pull up. Breathless, I stop the carriage, jump off the platform. The disheveled mess. What did I miss? It's Marion. Get in here. Oh, I had felt something, 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 um, pounding in my head in that in that instant, and I'm whipped up into a frenzy. I come in to the main room with Auntie B. He, he just closed the rift by by taking it in. He took it in. He soaked it. He he took it. We see Marion laying on the ground. Uh, you're, uh, uh, you took a scar here, so you would have dropped. Your eyes are starting to flit open now that the danger has passed, but it is taking its toll on you. That is, if I'm not incorrect, three scars, three scars. for you. Uh, you are on your last legs here. The veins that were on my neck have now wrapped all the way up my face, and now they kind of grab around my eyes. Gene, be careful. I go touching him. immediately to his side. Um, I, I, I pull out one of the, the extra bleed containment Container vials that we have. I take it. Just be careful, please. I want to see if I can sense if there's anything I can do to help. Mm. Would cold read my new ability be of use? On a successful sense roll, I know what ailment, stress, or loss a person has in their life, even if they're hiding of it, just to glean any extra Love that, yes, absolutely. Go ahead and make that roll. How many bleed do you have now, Marion? Three scars. I have three scars, but I think I think now my bleed is yeah, is, okay. is white. Okay, I didn't know if you were sitting up at like two or three bleed. Also, we yeah, have that ward, but yeah, a five. A five. I put my hand gently on his left shoulder without thinking. I don't care about bleed. Mm -hmm. Am I out? You're coming back to as this is happening. What do I sense? A scared young boy. A little boy. Who wants to fit in. Who just wants to be loved. And knows that he never will. In a medical sense. You feel that he is on the verge of going. It's not much further to the Veil of Death. But what you can do to help him here with a five on the roll is you can hold him and he can clear one brain. Clutch him to my chest and stroke his hair, careful to avoid the bleed around his eyes. Not because I care about myself, but because I don't want to exacerbate his pain. I just hold him and I rock him like a baby. And the consequence from that five, that brain that you're going to erase? Yeah. 
That goes to you. I take the brain. Gladly. I'll take as many as I need to. As I start to come to, like, not even, uh, not even half conscious, I start to become aware of you. It's your smell. I know your smell. And I relax and I take your hand and I put it right on my scar because I'll never forget the first time you touched it and how gentle you were with me. It was once a very familiar shape. Now it's changed. It's not changed. There's more of it. It's just showing what's always been there. That you couldn't yet see. Sean. Where's Sean? Right here, bud. Come here. And get down and just hug him. Don't yell at Andy B again. You gotta yell at someone. Get up. Yell at LT. <laughs> Andy B, I'm sorry I yelled. Don't be. much like shit too. But I also feel kind of cool. You, you're like, what are you, some kind of magician? Some <laughs> did kind I do of, it? Yeah, you fucking I did. I did? And I tried to look. Why? I fucking did it! <laughs> I fucking did it! You're a goddamn hero, Marion. We're doing some good shit. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. You got it. I'm gonna tell you something. You gotta rest. I know that this thing is still out there. Yeah. But you can, there's a million fucking pieces of shit like me that can shoot a gun. I've never seen anything like that before. You gotta rest. You gotta come back from this. You gotta listen to Dr. Gene. He's right. I feel okay. I know you feel okay, but you gotta do what's right. You always wanted to be normal. Marion, you know the maddest my ma ever got at me? You don't know this, but I heard you one time when you were crying when you were a little kid. I mean, you know, you were a year too old than me, but I know you've thought your whole life that you don't have a soul. I was little. I didn't believe in the ascendancy no more. I didn't believe in any of it. I said, because the best kid we know don't got no soul. And all, all the men that worked with Pop, the men that sent Anthony into that battle, no artillery behind him, the men that court-martialed Jimmy, 
Me? We all got souls. What good does that do at the end? What I know is whatever happened to you didn't change the fact that you're the best man I ever knew. Uh... Sean, I wouldn't be any... anybody if it wasn't for you and your friendship and your brothers. Like, you can't... you can't just... I didn't come... I didn't just be this. I know, Marion. It's a fucking heartbreaking world. I know it's been your deepest wish to be normal. I don't care anymore. Good, because you're not normal and you've never been. And we're all depending on that. Who do I get to depend on then? You? Dr. Jean? I want you to tell me. Who can I depend on you, Sean? I'm a pretty trustworthy guy. I know. But that means you gotta stick around. I think we all ought to be sticking around from here on out. I'm very glad I did not witness whatever just passed. Felt so fucking cool. <laughs> it felt so fucking cool. It fucking hurt though. So is, is Candela Obscura done? Is this over? <laughs> no. That's two chapter houses in one day. Bad day for Candela Obscura. Actually, if we set this one on fire, then we're two for two. Candela Obscura has existed <clears throat> for thousands of years. It's not going anywhere. Well, maybe we don't set it on fire then. Were Duncan or Farah here? Any sign of anyone? No, it's been weird. You know that there are folders here to find out where they are. Let's turn it. If the layout is in any way similar to. It's similar. I'll go check the archives here if you want to check where the files are. Sean. I hope you listen to Marion. Keep the pin on. Oh, Mr. Trapp, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, yes, uh, would you accompany me to the location? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we get pulled two folders. They're laid out in front of you from um, uh, the Circle of Silver Flame. Ooh. Ooh, what a, Duncan and that's Vera. a cold name. <laughs> wow. That is <laughs> Allison. And circle Joshua. silver flame. Silver so we got needle and, and thread, silver. and they got silver. Silver and flame. We'll say uh, I said silver, silver flame, flame, so we'll go flame. silver flame. Silver, silver flame. flame. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was um, Allison. Allison and uh, and Joshua. Joshua, and then Duncan, Walter, and uh, Far Morales. 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 Duncan. Duncan Walter. Walter. And Farah. Morales. Or Farah. Morales. Mm. It has their addresses on their folders. Okay. That's what would you all like to do? We have the addresses. What's on your mind? I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of trying to keep this a little bit private. Uh, Mr. Trapp, I'm too old to beat around the bush. Uh, I think you know. I don't like you. <laughs> Don't like you very much at all. And honestly, it has nothing to do with your character or your personality. It's what you represent and what you stand for. 
like this war and all the damage it's done to all of us, we all seek blame. And I think I've maybe put a lot of unfair blame on you for bringing all those boys. into the war. You see, I, uh, was never able to have children of my own. And maybe it was unhealthy of me to build such a strong bond and connection with them that they've felt like my boys. You being the recruiting officer, you were responsible for everything that happened to them. Right. I know you're just a victim. Just as much as the rest of us and them. And I thank you for your actions just now. Saving Marion and it's that Sean has a very strong respect for you. I always viewed you as a coward. But your actions today, and our last mission, and our last mission, show him otherwise. So I feel I owe you an apology. No, I don't think you do. Your nose serves you well. I am a coward. I've always been a coward. My older brother was the hero. And he was taken far too soon, and I've spent my entire life trying to be him. Pretending I'm not the man that I am. Bringing in those with talents I don't possess. Strength that I don't have to be near me, support me, work with me in some vain attempt that it might rub off somehow. So no, you don't owe me an apology. All I can do is try and make amends for my shortcomings and of the shortcomings of my family. And that's why I'm here. I tried to tell Sean earlier. We don't have to be defined by our past. It's the actions and the hardest times, what we choose to do. That's what defines us. I couldn't agree more. And I'll give you this assurance. When we turn our back on our families, it's up to us to choose a new found family. Well, you can call me Annie B. Auntie B. <laughs> you and your posh accents. And Auntie B. There you go. <laughs> you can drop a Annie, Annie B. Let's get back. All right, I'll walk up. 
Good well, job. What do you say, LT? I feel like we gotta let Duncan and Farrah know if they're still alive. We gotta warn them, say that the chapter house fell, but I, I think we gotta get Marion in the dock somewhere where he can be safe. But you know, maybe maybe I, maybe me or just you and me or just me and Annie B run out to these different, run out to Duncan and Farrah and say, lay low, get to safety. Chapter Both our chapter houses fell today. Wait. I don't think, let's say, let's say that this thing has already gotten to them. Who do you think is next on the list? I mean, I they, think it's him. Yeah. Why? Because he was there. He's already encountered this thing. It already tried to turn into him. If it hasn't taken them out, we do owe them the responsibility of at least trying to warn them. Well, then you stay with Marion and the doc, and maybe one of us goes to, Ferris and one of us goes to Walters and we just try to get to them as fast as possible. Do we know if the entrance to the fourth Pharaohs is compromised, broken, is it worked? I mean, this, this is destroyed. has been destroyed. Okay. It's unclear where another entrance would be. That's not uh, information that would be, that you'd be privy to. What are the addresses? Um, yeah, so uh, mm. one of them is uh, one of them is going to be in uh, the Varnish, um, which is the downtown district. Um, Actually, very, and, close oh, it's to very close to you. Yeah. And then the other one is going to be uh, in the bottom part of the Steel, so very in like the industrial. So uh, Duncan Walters is in the Steel, and uh, Farrah Morales is in the Varnish. So two, two separate directions, directions. but but all within this side of the river. Um, one will be going north, one will be going south. If you're going to split up, in there's the still a horse. All if right. you want to take a horse and go down to the steel, I can. I know a quick shortcut. Please don't the mind the burn marks on the horse. <laughs> what? On the what? <gasps> the burn marks just, on the horse? Just take the horse, Mr. Finney. Are you burning horses now, Doctor? Yes. Fantastic. Okay. I appreciate the honesty. All right. Well, alternative medicine. Again. Okay. So uh, we're breaking up three ways. From my yeah. understanding, the yeah. three of you are going somewhere. They're gonna, you are gonna stay here. We're gonna try and fortify here and yes. see what we can glean from this, from this chapter house, and y'all are gonna run. Errands. Try to warn God. Duncan and Farrah. Are you oh. going? Are you going? That is the rule of TTRPGs: is split, split up, split up, split, 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 split up three ways. Yeah. Three ways. <laughs> Thank you. Like a uh, I'll, I'll go to Duncan. You go to Duncan, and I'm gonna go to the varnish to to find uh, Farrah. Uh, Farrah. Great. Uh, what are you? You're taking. You're taking it by by foot. I'm gonna go on foot. I imagine. I you know. I'm. I've got my street smarts. There are streetcars. Like there's like street trolleys. Car. There's also um, the subway. So whichever you you can also go by foot too. I just want to make sure you know your options. What is the fastest? Uh, the fastest would probably be uh, jumping on a jumping on a, a trolley up on top I'll of take the. Trolley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going. A uh, cable car. Dude, you're moving. I'm not going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kind of like. You know, it's no longer Candela Obscura Annie B. It is old lady, bird lady, shuffling through the streets, unassuming Annie B. Love like it. drunken master holding on to vehicles as you're like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then flipping through alleys where I power walk and then, and then back on the trolley, and then power walking through the alleys. And then, yeah. We see, uh, we see you doing that. How are you getting to? You're taking the. I'll horse. grab a horse from the carriage, okay. leaving yeah. leaving like three one. out of four or yeah. whatever. Yeah, or leaving one to pull the carriage. Be the one with burn marks on its bottom. You know what? I I was I was raised better than that. I'll take the burnt horse. 
Don't look a burnt by the smell. Your so don't, might get wet. Don't, don't look a burnt goodness. horse in the mouth. If that's don't look a burnt horse right. in the mouth. mouth. Yeah. Uh, don't look a burnt horse on the ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and I'll get on it and uh, giddy up. Great. So we have this scene where we're seeing you go through uh, the the downtown varnish. You're going up through um, uh, uh, Silver Slip here and then into the varnish, breaking through from the government buildings into like the, what would amount to this era of skyscrapers, right? They are not as tall as they would be. Full slink like level shit. Like yeah. she's gonna trespass because she knows if she cuts through the front of this building, it's got an easy out and she doesn't have to go around the block, she can just cut through buildings. Right, right, right. Yeah. We see you walk straight through a building and out the other side of the building uh, as people are like watching you. Um, uh, I'm gonna have you make a uh, uh, either a hide or a move roll for me. Um, you're on horseback. We see you galloping uh, down out of Silver Slip, uh, down towards the steel, the smokestacks erupting with smoke here as uh, as the moon shines down. And you're gonna make a control cool. roll here to be able to do that. Um, the three of you, what are the three of you doing inside of the chapter house as this happens? First things first, I just wanna take a bodily assessment and see where we're at. First, I turn my attention to Marion. If there's anything more medically I can do to help I got one body mark. I'm gonna roll a patch up. How you doing over there? I'm all right, I'm one body, two brain, one bleed. One body, two brain, one bleed? Yeah. Well, that's a four. Um, I'm gonna burn a resistance. Okay. Whee! Reroll. That's a five. So that's for Marion. I, um, I at least try to put balm on the freshly minted eye and mm. forehead area. That feels nice. <laughs> I, I pretend that I need her to do it longer, for longer than I actually yeah. need her to do it. I'm very patient. I stand there rubbing it in, into his temples. Uh. Hey, Doc. Yes. Sorry about your dad. Me too. You okay? It's a complicated question, Marion. But yes, I think, I think I will be. You know what I think? Time is really fucking weird. Sometimes it feels like it moves so slow, and then other times it's just like bam, 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 so fast, and it just slips. Can't waste time. We don't know how much we've got. No. We certainly don't. I'm just glad that your time has not yet run out here. Kind of feels. I don't know. I feel like a piece of me went through that thing. What did it feel like? May I? You want to touch me? Uh, yes, yeah. other than your temples, I would like to. If you you'll allow me, show me. What you felt? 
Oh. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I know how to do that, but I'll try. We'll do it like we did it before. Yeah, you gotta take the lead on that. Uh. And I take his hand with my right hand. Mm -hmm. And that pulsating star begins on the side of my head. But it's bigger. It mirrors his new additions. And it takes over my entire field of vision. And I have you roll sense for me. Four. That's killed it. But that's okay. <laughs> I didn't guild it. The pulsing hurts at first. There's a lot of new pain within Mary. A lot more bleed within her. And only through sheer will do you push through it. What do you let her see? I was just gonna ask, do I have any agency? But okay, yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, I feel like time is, time is running out. And I don't wanna hide. Um, I'm gonna take her. It's as if you encounter a seven-year-old version of me and you see this figure look right at you, eye to eye, and it maybe takes you a couple seconds to realize that it's a seven-year-old version, seven-year-old version of you standing next to me. And I take your hand. I want to show you my garden. And I take her Suddenly, we're at the front door of the house I grew up in. And instead of pushing the door open, it just dissipates. We walk through that threshold. I've been here before. Of course. And then, poof, we're a little older just a year, and still looking at the garden, everything that was there, all those flowers have grown a little bit more, and we're in the same exact position. Uh, your father is coming up. This is when you were here last. And I step away from you, turn around and ask you to follow me. You've seen this already. But I past, know what happens next. It doesn't matter. The past is done. Everything that happens in the past is what got you to where you are. So this time, I want you to watch. Don't close your eyes. And I'm led back to my bed. As back when I was eight, and this man came to 
fix me, to rid me of the curse or the demon that was in me because of the scar that my father saw. I remember he brought his daughter. I'm there. I'm holding the bowl. It's full of herbs from your garden and some from our own. And I'm watching this boy writhe in pain and agony. And my father, beard, flowing, smiling. Don't close your eyes this time. I want you to see everything. I won't. I'll see. There's a thread that starts to move out of my chest and it starts to move around you and it moves into your chest. Out your back, out the door, it dissipated somewhere else. nothing wrong with you, just like there's nothing wrong with me. Time isn't running out for you. Not while I'm on watch. My eyes hurt, can you touch them more? <laughs> yes, but hang on to this for good measure. I pull out my pocket watch. I give it to Marion to hang on to while I return to my ministrations on his eyes, ever more gentle, ever more lingering. stay on that for just a moment watching these two the world for once here at peace if only for a moment because we cut back to the two of you Shit, that's right. We're still in this game. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you roll? What did I roll? Four. A four. What did you roll? On a gilded die. What? What do you want from me? What did you roll? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I was watching a movie. Oh, me no, too. Exactly. Um, control. Control. Uh, I rolled a five. Amazing. Okay, four and a five. <laughs> people want from me. Um, I'm here enjoying good entertainment. Yeah, I'm the best scene in the fucking house, bro. Fucking calm down, though. Four and a five. Both a mixed success. As you approach this uh, uh, third story apartment in the varnish, we see you move up the stairwell. Up to 
Keeping an eye out. Yep. Keeping an eye out. There's a hallway where they've installed lights. New lights. Electric lights? Electric lights. Kind of hurts my eyes a little bit. I'm not used to it. You see, you know the address is 53, but 53 on the doors here, on the third floor. You continue down. 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53. The door is red with gold lettering. Three, five, three. You stand outside of it. All seems quiet. It's not a jar. It doesn't look disturbed. Not from what you can see out here. I uh, kind of peek under the crack. Mm. I kind of look under the hinges and see if I can see any movement, any light flickers, if it's dark. Make a survey roll for me. As you do that, we cut over to you. You rolled a five. Yep. Uh, you're writing down towards the seal. Um, you get to a house. Uh, it's an old, old house built maybe, you know, 80, 90 years ago. Um, uh, so not super old, but old enough that it, you know, that it looks like it was, um, it looks as though it's built of uh, uh, metal siding. Like it's not, it's not a house like in Silver Slip. It's not a house like in the eaves. This is, a, for all intents and purposes, more makeshift in the steel here than it would be elsewhere. Um, uh, there are lots of these homes on on this uh, on this alleyway that you're in. They all sort of look like they've been cobbled together. This is a working man's uh, and working person's place of residence. Um, the door here is ajar. Gotcha. What would you like to do? Um, the door is ajar. I'm going to look around. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to. Um, you went uh, after Duncan or Fair? I went after Duncan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, walk in, and uh, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take a gun out. Are there any lights around? Do I see any lights, mirrors, reflective surfaces, or do I see any possibility of like a lantern, a gas lamp from a street that I could like light a rag with to have light going into the? Make a survey roll for me. Okay. That's a one. You enter, and the house is dark. To the left, there is a uh, uh, like family portrait um, that has been sketched. No photographs right now with this level of uh, uh, impoverishment. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks as though there's seven, eight members of this family from you know, a, a grandfather down to like some grandchildren. Yeah. Um, the glass is reflective here as you open the door, mm. but nothing else glints. Um, I'll knock on the door as I'm sort of in the doorway. I'm gonna say, Mr. Walter, Mr. Duncan Walter, my name's Sean Finity. I'm here from our, uh, I'm here from our mutual organization. You're in danger. You hear <laughs> the 
the cock of a gun. You see the glint of metal. Drop my weapon. Who the fuck are you? My name's Sean Finity. I've heard you, boy. You want to know who I am? I'm part of the Circle of Needle and Thread. I'm here because you're being hunted by a creature working in the name of Allison Suarez. He leans in, you see a slash of light across his face, and he goes, you don't think I fucking know that? I'm waiting for him. We cut over to you. I rolled a three on my survey roll. Uh, there is movement within here, but it's hard to tell what it is from the space in the cracks. You just see somebody moving. I'm gonna take out a bleed detector that I got. Uh-huh. Put it up against the wall. Great. Sense any bleed through the door. It twinges. Oh, we've all been touched by bleed. I'm gonna just test the door handle. Mm -hmm. The door clicks. It's not locked. I open it. Miss Morales. Miss Morales? Uh, as you enter, uh, you see the inside is lit up, and there's a uh, woman um, in, uh, in a night robe. Um, she's standing, looking in um, a, a drawer. Uh, she's holding a pair of socks. She closes the drawer. Hello? Beatrix Monroe, Candela Obscura. She throws the socks onto the bed behind her. Initial glances. How does she look? Does she, like, have any type of vibe like Duncan had? Like she's, she's already been taken over. She looks worried that somebody's coming into her place. I love that the vibe of this place is someone's like, who the fuck are you? And we're like, I like your style. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like, safe. I need oh, to oh, mend oh, the socks. Oh, and we're like, oh, kill them! Kill them! Kill them! The gun is not sus. I want to do a quick Quick scan of the room. Does it look like there has been any type of struggle, mm -hmm. any type of break-in, anything that would indicate that she's already been compromised? Uh, the lamp is a little bit cocked. Oh. For needle and thread, that's an fucking ice you then and there. That's it? That's it? She did been before. Jesus. I'm not waiting for a fucking notification. Miss Farah, you're in grave danger. Grave danger, she says. Um, she pushes the drawer closed. Um, I'm aware that there's been uh, a rash of killings lately, um, but I think I am equipped to handle my own. Uh, and she, um, she mm. sort of turns towards you, and you can see the glint of a periphery batch. Oh, she a cop now. 
I'm gonna say, um... She takes it off, puts it down. Miss Morales, for the safety of you and me, can you quickly recount me with the details of the night? That you all lost Allison. She smiles. Go make a sway roll for me. Okay. I'm gonna spend two credits. Okay. <laughs> Pat her down for firearm or tentacles. Yeah. You said sway. I spent two drive. Six. Six. Mm. She says, um, what circle? She's asking my circle? Mm -hmm. You tell me yours first. She eyes you, sits down on the bed behind her. You know about Allison. I've been worried about her. What's your circle's name? She, uh, smiles at you. We cut over. There's a glint of a gun facing you. What do you want to do? He just told you he knows that he's in danger. Mm -hmm. All right. Courtesy. We didn't know if you knew. Both chapter houses. Silver Flame, which is the one we came from, Silver Flame, right? Silver, 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 Silver Slip. Silver Slip. We Silver? came from Silver Slip at the... But it was a circle, circle of, the Silver Silver of Silver Flame. Silver Flame and Needle and Threads chapter houses. Both fell today. Door to the Fourth Pharaohs, gone. Rift closed, but Door to the Fourth Pharaohs, gone. We don't know who the hell we report to anymore. Are you isolated too, or are you still getting orders? Reluctant, he says. I, uh, I always figure I'm operating alone. I understand that. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you your business. You're taking care of yourself. If you feel like your odds are better with help, there's help, but I'm not gonna make you take it. I appreciate that. You try and send people to watch guard them here. If it's my time, it's my time. I understand the sentiment. You want to unload my gun and hand it and the ammunition back to me? It's a long ride back to the harbor. He looks you up and down. Take me the gun, you can go. Do I have a way of getting another weapon like this now that both chapter houses have fallen? There's ways in the city, yeah. Okay. Uh, then I'll say, well, you're probably gonna need it more than me, Duncan. You take care. And I'll back slowly out of the door. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, as you back out of the door, we hear him say, we're the same. You and I. No. No! And he unloads. No! no! 
take four points of body. Is there any ability I have that I can uh, that I can potentially roll to avoid this? If not, that's fine. I'll I'll. I'll I, I I I. Uh, here's what I'll say. <laughs> As the gun gets pulled. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! You were shot once before. Mm-hmm. Well, you weren't shot. But you almost were. Yeah. And somebody saved you. And that person isn't here now. But you heard the gun go off. You knew that your life was over, and somebody pulled you out. Mm-hmm. With those instincts, I'm going to say you can burn a resistance in nerve. Okay. If you do that, I'll allow you to make a roll. The expectations here are you will still be shot. You are backing away from him, no weapon. He had perfect aim, he was right at you. But you can make a move roll. Okay. To at least avoid uh, two of those body. To avoid two? Two body. Of the four. Of the four four. Um, I... I'm not gonna lie, I have, uh, I have burned both of my nerve resistance, I have an intuition resistance. Um, uh, I want you to spend intuition resistance, that okay. feels like it applies here. Okay. Sure does. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. So shit you just can't teach. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's gonna, that's gonna make a, so that's gonna make a, I'll burn my intuition resistance, that's gonna give me a move roll to try to avoid two of, this two of those body marks. Okay. So move is gonna be one, two, three. Did any of us help him from nope. far? No. Nope. Um, everybody is everybody is away. Away. You all you all well, split, split up. In the memory of our love for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's sort of the heart of Eldritch Horror, is that the memory of love is the right. most powerful. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the most common theme of Eldritch Horror. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. For sure. Um, uh, okay, uh, I'm going, so let's move. Uh, let's go ahead, we're gonna burn some drive here as well. Let's go one, two. Um, we'll go one, two, and fuck it. We'll burn all of it we got um, to roll six. Oh nice. God. It's <laughs> um, a rumble. I, the, the, the table shit. That's a six. Oh, yes. thank God. Um, the gun erupts. Describe for me here what happens. Um, I burn all of my drive, take two body, immediately get two drive back. Um, I see him go for the gun. And as I'm backing away to the door, uh, I move out of the way, take the shot across the chest. It's like, you know, he has, I assume, a shotgun in his hand. So all the skin is gone off my chest. Just scrapes, I'm I'm, I'm cheese gratered across the chest. Um, uh, At the doorway, I grab a panel of like loose wood on this shitty old house, rip it off the door uh, door frame, leap forward, grab it, and I'm going to attack him with this just piece of wood. As you're coming at him, you hear 
again for another shot to load up. What I will say is high stakes roll. Expectations here are on a miss, he will shoot you again. Gotcha. Great. Uh, on a miss, you might still take some more body. Or uh, sorry, on a mixed success, you might still take some body. So uh, I'm disinfecting my hands from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to you the text of this ability. Oh. I have visions of the future when an ally is about to take one or more marks. I burn an intuition resistance to warn them about the coming danger, then soak one of these marks. Do I? I mean, I, he's not within earshot for me to warn him, no. but am I able to, even though he's far away, have a premonition and be aware of him being in danger, even though I can't help him absorb, mm. dodge any of those marks? Something go off in my mind, and I see a vision of this gunfire coming at him in this You frame. see it, but there's nothing you can do about it. You get the premonitions, yeah. but you are not within I know I can't communication. Him, but you know I know he's in trouble. But you know that he's in trouble. That's the compromise I'll yes. make. Yes. Burning all of my drive. Uh, I won't make you burn a thing for that. Oh, okay. You can just have that. I also want to say, just for posterity, that I have three marks in body, brain, and bleed. Oh. <gasps> Let's go. Uh, fives. Two fives. Can you, do you got any re-rolls? No, I got nothing. I got no re-rolls. No. He's all, he's all spent. All spent. All spent. Okay. Here's what happens. You move forward. You drive this shard of wood into the chest of this creature. You see around the wound, <laughs> chromatic aberrations. And its face shifts into you. <gasps> it pulls the trigger. You're gonna take two points of body. I'm out. We watch as it rips the wood out of its chest, throws it down. We see uh, black ichor dripping down its body, changing in color as it drips onto your body down below. You pull out from there in the door frame, the two of you him standing over you, yourself standing over you. We hear the hiss of the factories around you. We see nobody paying mind in a place like this. We hear the cock of the shotgun once again, and that's where we're gonna end tonight's session. Oh, no! Wait! Our pins like light up and go because <laughs> someone right. fell like out of range. Certainly, uh, there's some kind of Care Bear stare. Or this one, this one is your Certainly, I lit up. Been murdered. I got the premonition. This one is your Care Bear stare. That's right. That's right. That's right. I have premonition. I mean, you know, to be continued. You're going to get to time. I know, but we know he's in trouble. We know he's in trouble. And we don't know if my girl is a fucking daywalker. Well, we <laughs> do We do know that there's only one right now that has been able to change shape in that way. So, 
sensibly, maybe. So you're saying she's just that weird in real life. <laughs> Were the socks Sox? matching? <laughs> your fucking socks down, lady. Uh, those socks at a time like this. Yes. Before we go, um, the three of you, well, actually the four of you, because the four of you are uh, in a relative state of ease here, I'm going to let you spend one uh, uh, one Kindle Obscura resource because we are not at the end of an assignment. I mean, we are, yeah. but like assignments are off the table now, baby. Yeah. Like we just yeah. closed another rift. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, we did, you did close another rift. So like know. there are there there are reasons to believe that we should be able to spend things that help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say it's only going to be one resource from each of you because uh, you all are not in a place of rest. So let's go around and figure out what we want to spend. Who needs Stitch the most? I don't, I just got one body mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm one, two, and one. I have two body, two brain, and one bleed, but I only have one scar. I don't have any scars, so I'm okay. Maybe, maybe the doc? Unless, how are you looking? You have I have one body, two brain, one bleed, and two scars. So oh, I, I, I feel like you need I could you, use a Stitch. Yeah. Or I could take a train and take that deep. We only have one stitch you only left, have, right? You have two stitches two left. Two stitches oh, left, because he didn't take yes, it. Right. So oh, two that's right. of you could take, take it. I mean, if no one else is taking it, I'm But it means you won't have a refresh. You. Correct. I My didn't burn a ton of drive. Okay. So I'll take a train. Okay. Great, you'll take a die? Oh. Alright, I'll take a stitch. I could do we all each just can have one, right? Correct. Uh do we have uh refresh as an option still? We do. There are two refresh left. We could just take one. Um, I'm gonna, um, gonna I'm gonna refresh. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna refresh. I need all my okay. my driving and, and, and resistance back. It's good. Um, uh, one more of these, right? And you can't take one? I'll take the last stitch, I guess. That's not fair. <laughs> Damn. That's how it goes, baby. Damn! It's not. The cold look as you yell, that's not fair. And it's a candela like, like Fairness, the, there's fairness is one of the, it's called the Fairlands. It's called the Fairlands. What kind of country is this? It's the unfair land. The wrong. N-O-T fair. Rewrite the guide. Throw it all out. Are we out of, uh, who took refresh? Sure. I thought, yeah, no, I was like, the sock lady, no. I you thought took it was refresh. the sock lady. So we got two train her. left and one, well, we all took one. As long as everybody took one, yeah. that's where we're at. Okay. She's got five seconds to tell me her circle name where I'm lighting this bitch on fire. <laughs> 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 oh my God. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, no, 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 no. It's been a few years, give me a minute. Uh, great. With that, uh, we I think we're gonna finish up. We have anything else we want to do? Anything else? I think that's the I think that's the hold. That's it. Yeah. yeah so okay. We're in, we're in I think while they were doing their thing, I would do an inspection thing and just try and piece together whatever I can from yeah. the house with the hopes that they'd be bringing people back and we could yeah. fortify this thing. But yeah. There's a lot to happen before we we get close to that. There sure is. Um, okay. Uh, well, just like we did last time, I'm gonna pass around the table. We're gonna tell everybody who we are, and then we're gonna we're gonna go home. We're gonna get some sleep. And yeah, we're right. gonna Come back and finish this thing off. Yeah. Good sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Start with you. Uh, I'm Travis Willingham, playing uh, Nathaniel uh, Trap, and I have two scars. Marcia Ray, playing Beatrix Monroe, A.K.A. You can all call me Auntie B. 
I'm Brendan Lee Mulligan, and I had the honor of playing uh, <laughs> no! Sean Finnerty. I'm Zara Fuzzle. I'm playing Dr. Jean Bassar, and I have a hand on fire. <laughs> I'm Luis Carrazzo, and I am playing Marion Colodi. Amazing, and I'm Spencer Stark. I've been your game master. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Oh, my God. Thank you for joining the Esoteric Order of Candela Obscura. If you enjoyed this tale, please leave a rating and review wherever you stream Candela Obscura, as your review may inspire others to join our fight against the otherworldly evils and corruption plaguing this realm. We recognize your bravery and sacrifice, and thank you for helping us protect the Fairlands. Rest well, and we shall meet again. <laughs>